there was this girl who wouldn't go and change with the girls in the change room. But when they finally made her, they saw birthmarks all over her body. She couldn't quite explain it. They'd always just been there. Now this is the best bit, right? And it goes like this. But both girl and boy were glad. Because one kid had worse than that. And then it goes like this. Because then there was this boy whose parents made him come directly home right after school. And when they went to their church, they shook and looked all over the church floor. He couldn't quite explain it. They'd always just gone there. And then one last bit. That's it. Crash test dummies. I want to say 1993. You know what's interesting about that? God Shuffle These Feet was yeah, the album. Yeah, and it was actually a decent album. Like Not bad. End to end, it was a Not pretty, pretty good album, even Not though they only, only one song ever really made it I anyway. I think the next song they released was uh, Afternoon and Silver Spoons. What was it called? Mm, it goes, go, Someday I'll wear pajamas in, in the, the daytime. daytime. Sounds like the same song, goes, just yeah, changed the words. That's right, it Pretty is. That's, they had, that's it. That's as far as they went. They had one melody. They had one, yeah. But I don't mind the Single album. chord progression. Over it, it was the same. But you know why I, I did that one? Because you've just hit me with a fucking bombshell <laughs> during I'm, lunch. Look, I'm sorry. I'm, I can't believe you've never seen that video. No, but let me introduce this bullshit podcast and we'll talk about it. This is about the Why, episode Stardate Log... Episode 12.1.5.9 and the USS Invert the Y is orbiting another planet of retrodom and bullshit and it's powered by Fairy Bread and sponsored by its mother and we've got him back because he's awesome. We've got Rocket Russell. Hello. And we've got Jason Relaxation as well. The oh. fuck that constantly interrupts me, but that's okay. <laughs> makes but me forget things. Makes me forget shit, but I need him. Because <laughs> he's, he's forgotten how to use technology. I've forgotten everything. <laughs> I still think beta chords are the shit. They're the way of the future, man. folks. If it wasn't for the porn industry, beta would have taken That's off, man. That's right. Electric blue. Do you ever see electric blues? You know what I'm talking about, I right? do know what you're talking about. Porn, porn's come a long way. It's full VR now. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I'm Dude, I'm I had a business idea around that. We need yeah. Serious Sam back on the podcast. I yeah, Shout out to Serious Sam. He's big time in the VR. Shout out to Serious Sam because I'm going to call him out. Oh no! Don't he'll come back with a thing. I it's already up. It's already up on the internet. I know it is, but I'm gonna say it right now. Serious Sam, Star Trek Discovery is shit. It won't get any better, and I don't care what you fucking say to convince me that it's good. It is shit. I don't think it's going anywhere. I thought they canned it, didn't they? No. What's happened? Well, it's actually in limbo. Uh, season three's in limbo, and what's happened is Star Trek Discover, uh, Star Trek Picard, is uh, that's Kookaburras. Yes. Fuck me dead. We are in Australia. 
<laughs> I've forgotten where we were. No, did you hear arm, about this? This is uh, a side topic. No bullshit. Star Trek Discovery um, it's got, was going to branch off to Star Trek Picard. And a couple of things have happened, right? And this is really layman's broad overview of what's happened with it. It was through. Uh, it went through the screening process. So when they make a TV show, and I don't know much about it, they obviously must have a, an audience come in and look at the show, yep. like the pilot, yeah, focus and, and do like yeah. a focus group and say, "What did you think of it?" Well, apparently, it didn't review well with the people they selected for the screening, and so um, that's the maid lady. She's on both my. <laughs> she's like on both. She's on my phone and Jason relaxations, but she won't give up ever. Give up, maid lady. You. Beautiful little thing, you. But <laughs> apparently it didn't go over well with the audience they selected. And what's happened is um, CBS can't offload it to Netflix. Netflix refused to pay for it. So what's hap- So what happens is obviously CBS owns the Star Trek universe as it currently is with a Kelvin timeline. So yep. Star Trek Discovery is theirs. And Star Trek Picard, which is, I think, the running title for the show has gone through lots of issues. Showrunners have been sacked and new showrunners have been put on. New directors have been sacked uh, sacked, and new directors have been put on. All sorts of chaos. And it didn't go over well with the screening process. Doesn't and so, well, does it? Mm. No, and so CBS Online was the distributor for uh, the show in the North Americas. But internationally, Netflix have been carrying the Star Trek universe via CBS for Discovery. And Netflix don't want it now. They're not gonna. They're not gonna use it. They're, they're not gonna, gonna have it. They're gonna. You know why? Right. They don't want to pay for it. Hmm. They pay way too much for Discovery because the production cost of Discovery kept going up and up yep. with all the fuck ups and problems they had, and so Netflix had to bear the brunt of it because CBS passed on their cost to Netflix. And so what's happened is they've gone to Netflix and said, "Look, can you be our international distributor for Star Trek Picard?" They've seen. The screening process debacle. They've seen the initial. Uh, I don't know what they call it. Screening reviews or whatever they call yeah, that yeah. process. The focus groups. The focus yeah. groups. They've heard that they're not going over well at all, and and they don't want to bear the increased cost that they're going to have to pay to put it onto Netflix. So we're not. So it won't be on Netflix. So at this their, point. Their, their formal response in the Australian way would have been, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. pretty much, <laughs> yeah, nah, mate. So so Star Trek Picard is already in turmoil. Right? Mm. It's already in turmoil. And it goes back to my point. And serious, Sam, I want you to get back on this fucking podcast and tell me why I should give a fuck about Star Trek in the modern world. Because I just don't. Right? I just don't care about it. I went, I had a, a massive rant about it with Sassy Sahini. Right? And shout out to her. I'm fucking done with it. And that proves it now. When I read that, this has only come up in the last week or two, by the way, this news, that poor old Patrick Stewart, it's not his fault, apparently. Apparently, they... The, the focus group or whatever you call these people that screen the pilot don't have a problem with uh, Patrick Stewart and his acting. He's still got got it. They have a problem with the setting, the characters, the way Picard's been thrown into this story. It's a fuck up, right? Oh. And Netflix were told how much they have to pay for it. Netflix, Netflix don't want it. So how we get it internationally, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe it is known. But it's not known to me. I don't know. And I haven't done enough research on it. So I, I apologize if oh, I'm wrong. I'm out of the well out I'm of the Star Trek universe. I'm fucking done with it. I'm done with that. And I'm done with Star Wars even more so. Right? Speaking about being done with things, you guys just showed me a video. That this is a, me- Okay, so this is the thing. 
The reason why I sang Crash Test Dummies mm-hmm-hmm-hmm was that <laughs> I am now going mm-hmm-hmm-hmm. I'm sorry, I've ruined your childhood, haven't I? I am fucking blown. Mind blown, man. <laughs> You've just shown me a video about the reason why in The Karate Kid, Daniel LaRusso... Is the bully. Johnny is the hometown hero. The movie's around the wrong way. They've edited it so Johnny looks like the bad guy, but Johnny... He's the man. He's leg the, sweeping, Johnny. Oh, sweep the leg, Johnny. He's Why? A good guy. Explain. Explain. Because well, I've only just discovered it. You've researched this shit. I don't oh, know much about it. You blow my mind. The video points it out. I mean, it's, it's on YouTube. Just punch in the Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Who was the real bully? And it all started in that incident with the uh, the Which, stereo that literally nobody of our modern or, or Gen whatever they are. They now, wouldn't even would, know what well, that they is. They wouldn't even would know they? what that is, would they? The boom oh. ghetto blasters. Ghetto blasters. My ghetto blasters were we, everywhere we had at school. One, yeah. no, I, so, we, we both had one. Yeah, I right. had one that was so awesome. It had that many LED lights on it. Detachable speakers. No, 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 because this was. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing hand movements so all you people at home can see. The those blasters were fucking awesome, dude. Oh, mate, this thing was massive. It yep. ran on like 20D batteries. Yep. It had, yeah, which didn't last LED, long. No, it had LEDs everywhere. Oh, yeah. Man, it was probably, man, probably worth a mozza now. Yeah. I actually remember there was a kid that I used to go to school with. He had this ghetto, well, his parents had a ghetto blaster and it actually had a record player in it. No bullshit. And how big was it? It was huge. It had uh, detachable speakers. <laughs> I woke up in the morning and my ghetto blast said the, the, the speakers were detachable. At, at what point detachable does it cease? Speakers. At what point does it cease being a ghetto blast? This thing had a record. That's player. like a that that that's that to me sounds more like a component. I've never I seen this was before. Thing, wasn't it back then? Because I remember mum and dad had it was a tape deck, radio, and a. Uh, black and white CRT screen about this yeah. big and I mean the unit was it was portable apparently yeah. but it was the size of a TV nowadays yeah. yeah this thing had a record player in it so what happened was it was like a cassette so it'd flop out that way that's what she said right and then then you'd insert the record player that's what he, he said. said and then the needle would actually be sort of um, part of the casing of the thing and it'd just sort of play it'd, the arm would swing across facing down and it would play the record and I'll never forget it because I went into town with this kid and we bought Europe the final countdown in 1985 that's going to be a song in the future oh yeah we're heading to Venus God, and something yeah mate that we went into town we bought Europe a final countdown but it had a this was a picture disc a picture LP of the Ooh. band. Oh, fuck. This was unbelievable, Rocket Russell. No bullshit. I couldn't believe it. And you put the... Picture I, this was something It was a picture... Oh, it they? was bullshit, right? Mine, mine fucking blown, right? And uh, it was the first time I'd ever got the bus by myself with this kid that I was hanging out with. And we got into town. We bought the record because he's a big... He's one of the kids that got me into music, to be honest with you, because he was in the metal. Loved, he loved Motley Crue. He loved metal. And he loved Kiss. I remember he was a big Kiss fan. And we put we bought the record and we came back to his place and we put the record into his this ghetto blaster. Oh fucking fuck. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Unbelievable. mine was blown. I'd never seen anything like this. And when you look back on it now, it's probably a hunk of junk in terms of audio quality, but it was amazing, you know? So So yeah, so the ghetto blaster was on the beach and what was her name? Elizabeth Shoe. Ali. 
Ellie, Ellie, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Ellie in the movie. Ellie in the movie. He was Dan- Daniel LaRusso's girlfriend, Ben. Well, not at that stage. He was no. just a, he, he was, was, a he, was he, he, he was trying to. He, he was, was a man child. Yeah, and you yeah. know, Johnny comes down and Daniel basically picked on him. Didn't yeah, he? I mean, I, I think you need to to understand that they had recently just broken up, so there was still some tension. That's right. There. That's, That's right. Yep. So Elizabeth Shue slash Ellie was on her own and on the prowl. And let's make and no she, she's invited, let's make no She's mistake. invited the resident bully, Daniel, down to the right. beach for a bit of beach volleyball That's and a bit right. of a beat up. Mm-hmm. And she was looking She didn't realise he was a bully and at that point. Didn't realise no. no. Well it was you know, at that stage he was still a, you know, possibly a good bloke who'd moved from another state. Yeah, she now, liked to pry on the new He guys. moved from New York. And I'll he, say that as a lot no, to no, say. No. Was, it, was he New York? Yeah, he was a New Yorker. I'm and sure. no wonder he was fucking pissed no, off. No, but he had the he had the uh, East Coast accent and he uh, moved and he moved to Reseda. Because right, right. if you remember, they oh, went. Was he from Jersey? He was from Jersey. Jersey coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You want some coffee? You want some cream? Oh. <laughs> right. Shout out to all of our shout friends out in to Germany. In Jersey, yeah, we love shout out to our friends in Germany. Germany. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they'll love that. Guten Morgen. Guten Tag. No, shout out to all of our friends in New York. It's a fucking awesome city. I've been there. I was blown away by it. But he went to from from Jersey to. LA, but he lived in Reseda. And remember, Ali, she was in, from a rich family. She was on the other right? side of the tracks. That's right. Mm. So this is the other side of the track Literally. Shit. Now, I've got no idea what Reseda's like. I've never fucking been there. I couldn't tell you. Don't know much about it. You LA. probably Google, is it a shithole? No, I'm not going to say shit because we've probably got major fans in LA. I don't think we fucking do. No, nah, we don't. But shout anyway, out to all of our fans in LA. Shout uh, out to LA. We, shout we, out we to love Disneyland. Is it Los Angeles or is it way out of Los Angeles? No, it's in Reseda. Isn't it closer to Sacramento? No, I'm sure. I thought it was in the valley, man. Oh, it could be. I could you know, be wrong. He says the valley. He says okay. he's in the valley. But there's but a couple of valleys, right? Well, there's, there's uh, Orange County, which is like which is in fancy. the valley. Yeah, but that's a good part of the valley. Well, that's I think. all um, Fuck, car shops, isn't it? I got no idea, man. I mean, we probably look like total dicks right well, now. Well, no, because I've watched well, let's, TV let's, shows. Let's, let's ask where, someone um, from Orange County what their we've ge- got, geographic skills are of Western Sydney. I guarantee they don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't know where Western Sydney no, is. No, no, no. At least we were one Sydney step is. up. They, well, like I told you the story, I've, there was these two Americans on the train one day and they didn't know what Emu Plains was. They thought that's where the fucking zoo was. <laughs> I thought that's where emus hung out. Fuck me. Yeah. Uh, no, but so so Ali's on the beach. Ali's on the beach. Mm-hmm. Larusso's trying to impress everybody with Both his soccer, soccer skills. skills. Although they call it, uh, what do they call it on the video? Sports ball. Sports, Sports ball. ball. <laughs> Sports ball. You play soccer. So sports ball. Yep. Right. They're doing the typical very eighties thing. Right. Oh, beach Which fire. Is beach beach fire. You couldn't do that in Australia. No fucking way yeah, could you, you have can. a beach fire. No, Not you nowadays. couldn't. Not nowadays. It depends how far out you are. Not nowadays. No it's, bullshit. No, you couldn't. See the size of the band. fire I stick in my fucking. Yeah, garden. on the beach, you fuck. We're nowhere near the beach. Oh, we got the Central Coast. People have fires, but the Central Coast. Mate, that's fucking typical. They burn couches yeah, on the black beach. Down, black, it's black down by the bar. That's right. They burn yeah. everything there. They do it for fun. I'm talking about in, if you go to the city. Right, there's no way they would let you oh, burn yeah. shit. You're not going to do it at Manly. No. no, you're definitely not going down to Bondi. No, or, you wouldn't um, do it at Bondi. Bonfire. You wouldn't do it at Manly, Cronulla. None of them. No Just, fuck off. You wouldn't. Marubra, no way. No fucking way. No, no. Yeah, fair, fair. Go, fair. go a couple of meters on on the street. You're Maybe, shit, yeah, but, but you can I, camp on certain beaches here. Not you're talking outside of the but city. Every '80s movie in the state from from America, right? There was the impression they always had beach parties or tailgating. Or t- and oh, tailgating. tailgating's awesome. I did that for real when I was when I traveled in the US, and we went to a couple of NFL games, and they we did the real tail, tailgating, man, and we met the real like the real locals. 
Fucking amazing, man. Awesome. We were discussing before. Awesome. When we become millionaires from this podcast, yes, we're going to spend we're going to spend a year following NASCAR just tailgating. Because that's as redneck as I was going to work work on the 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 shot and axe thing. Well, there's two things I want to do. I want to do the Formula One circuit. Like start off in Melbourne and end up in what's the last rate Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, right? Do the whole circuit. Yep. And I, you're right. Going to a NASCAR race would be awesome, because that I mean that's the real America there. That's the real shit. I want to you know, be like, in an RV. Yep. Tailgating yep. somewhere in the, in the midfield. fucking the middle mid, yep. Midwest. Midfield. Yep. yep. And you know who I wanted to drive the RV? I want Biscuit. Shout out to Biscuit from Alabama. You don't know Biscuit. No one does. Because I met Biscuit at a Best Buy. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, he was a guy. We went, when I was traveling in the south, right, we did a couple of the southern states. What we did, what we did was a couple of years ago, we went from uh, Dallas. We picked up a car in Dallas and we drove it to Miami and then back up to Orlando and we, we pissed the car off at that point and then we flew back to, to Dallas again and then flew home. And uh, we were driving through several small towns in Alabama there and deliberately... We wanted to find small towns to meet the locals kind of thing. And we also wanted petrol and we wanted to get out and stretch our legs. So we happened to walk around at Best Buy. And what we tend to do is compare prices. Like, what do what do the Americans pay for, I don't know, fucking TVs, video games compared to what we pay? Nothing what, like what we Half. pay. Half. Yeah. Which shits me, I'll right? I'll give you a modern example of that. But you can got to compare... It's not fair to you. Got to compare living standards, their hourly, their their wage, right? Which and the is, amount of people, and the I amount mean, of people, right? What the the population of LA, yeah. central, mm-hmm. central yeah. LA, and is also, the population of Australia, and also companies pass on their uh, their their costs to, to transfer from the manufacturing source to here, right? But also, you're right. Economies of scale, they buy way more than we do of a certain product, and they then have discounts on that, uh, and they pay fucking less. But they also pay less because Fundamentally, the average wage is a lot less than our wage, right? And but their standard of living is a lot less than ours. We have a much, particularly in Sydney, a much higher standard of living. Living, so you got to earn more to fucking live, right? Ridiculous. So people freak out from the states when they come here and they go, "Oh, mate, what do you mean it costs that much for a fucking latte?" Oh, it's bullshit, man. A latte in Sydney, what's that? Five bucks more? It depends where you go, but yeah, five bucks is the average. Mm. Double bay, which is more like double pay. It's like fucking tw- 20 bucks. <laughs> we should like- just keep calling it double pay. Double pay. You pay like fucking double what you pay anywhere else. I'd love to know what your television uh, w- oh, what wizard the, would charge in double The calibrator pay. was saying to the me, cal- he charged... <laughs> the well, calibrator. He, he charges <laughs> a lot, right? And he was saying he was working on a couple of big projector th- movie theaters that people had in double bay. Like, they built movie rooms, and he was calibrating big 4K projectors... Mate, no problem. And it wasn't just one time he did it. He was telling me it was quite common that he would come to Sydney in the like places like Double Bay and he'd be working on big movie rooms, big movie movie theater, theater rooms. I just want to know, A, where you earn that sort of money and B, how you have time to enjoy something like a cinema room. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, Could you imagine playing games in there? Oh. Yeah, but the mind gets blown away. I can't process the information. It's like when I went to IMAX and watched 300. You ever see the movie 300? Yes. I fucking, my mind, I went to the IMAX with a couple of friends. My brain couldn't process the bullshit. Like there were blood and guts flying everywhere. And my brain was like, I'm, I can't, I can't. What the fuck is this shit everywhere? I, on IMAX this? ain't there no more, right? Did it no, move? It's gone. It's gone, has it? Mm. The new one. They're building a new one, aren't they? I can't remember. I know I'm it's pretty sure. I know the original the one's The brain gone can gone. only take so much, man. It can only take so much. We went and saw a NASCAR 
movie at IMAX. That was mind-boggling. Oh, brilliant. You know, just because it's so big and yeah. the sound. Mm. and oh. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but all I needed was the smell of a barbecue and I would have been, yeah, be cool. been rednecked. That uh, Netflix uh, Formula One special on the on the IMAX would be pretty sweet. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I think they're doing another season, aren't they? they already, they're, They've announced it, haven't they? They're already filming it. They, yes, they're filming it as what? they go through yeah, the yeah. season, which is awesome because... We'll get to this now, but we haven't finished Karate Kid. I was going to say Karate Kid. We man. haven't. Still, fi- you know what? We're still on the first scene of <laughs> the first movie. That's as far as we've gotten. Well, they're <laughs> on the beach. They're on the beach. <laughs> Johnny's come down to have a bit of a chit-chat with his ex, you know, try and patch things up maybe. Because she's fucking hot. And he's the good guy. Mm. Whereas Daniel, well, he just gets his little back up into a little thing and... Thinks he's down there being a bully and yeah, he's he becomes start the being ultimate violent. bully, doesn't he? Yeah, he's going to. He starts with a bit of violence, a bit of violence, bit and, of pushing, and, and, bit of shoving. And, and, bit does of he throw the first punch? Uh, he he throws a sucker punch. He so does. Jo- a, so he Johnny, he tries Johnny. to do it, but yeah. Johnny sidesteps him. Yeah, because Johnny doesn't. He's he's a good guy. He's, We're talking he, about the Karate Kid folks, by the way. Yeah, that's a few. So yeah, it's a few little loops. But yeah, <laughs> the idea is that whole first scene, that whole confrontation. Johnny is actually not being violent, not being physical he at all. He just steps aside. He just steps aside and lets and let, lets the fuck face fall on his head. Easy. And then see everyone's attitudes changed to yeah, Daniel yeah, yeah. from earlier on because when we were discussing, away, and then, then, then Daniel gets up. Then Daniel gets up and sucker punches him in the face. Sucker, see, bully. And that's the first scene. What, what, what else does it say about him being a bully? Ah, uh, there's the picking of the fight. Yeah, it's running into yeah. his judo hall. I because the next day he goes to the karate dojo, the Cobra Kai dojo. Yep, he, he's kind of reacted in a way that is, I, I'm, I've lost this guy in the same. Any, I think in the video it points out that it's very similar to going to Walmart and buying yourself a gun. Pretty much, yeah. I like how the, the video points out that. Uh, Johnny's sitting on the toilet rolling a reefer, which is a very peaceful thing very to do. Peaceful. And and, mm. and Daniel Daniel LaRusso puts a, a hose pipe above his head and, and wets him. And oh, fuck, yes, and, 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 camouflage, camouflage, and fucks his joint. Camouflages yep. and runs out. And then causes a multi-vehicle uh, accident. accident. You know, he's, he's fucking a, he's a loose cannon. And then goes, rubs his face in it in the school. You know, you yep. can't touch me. Nah, nah, nah. My favourite bit was when they finally get to the uh, All-Valley Championships, <laughs> which I've got a T-shirt on, by the way. I fucking got one. No bullshit. Oh, no yeah. bullshit I have, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I got, I'm wearing my Alex <laughs> Jones T-shirt at the moment. But yeah, there's an All-Valley karate T-shirt that I've got with a so, proper thing. So will you still wear that? The same way you would have worn it a couple of hours ago. I'm, I'm questioning a lot of things in my <laughs> life right now, and that's just added to the pile of bullshit. But what I'm saying is, right? Then they get to the the championship on that video. It says blood sports. It's blood sport, and Larusso Daniel Larusso uses Mr Miyagi, who's a demon. Who he's uses a, de- a demon summer. De- he's a, he yeah, summons the power a of a demon, demon. and so fixes win. and fixes Daniel Larusso's injured. Uh, what is it? Leg. Uh, uh, before he even gets that, the Daniel actually comments, "Well, what am I supposed to do here?" So the fact that he doesn't understand the rules of engagement at the tournament means he's a danger to others, and yet he still <laughs> willingly goes in there because he wants to pick a fight. He's, that's it. He's a bully. About. He's a bully. He is a bully. And then you know, Johnny, being Johnny, yes, yeah. he's pushed in the wrong way by his men- his sensei. But you know he takes that in the end and takes the trophy and he presents it to Daniel. In the he actually says he actually says you're all right, Larusso, if yeah. I remember. And he tried. It presents it to him and you see, you know. You know my world has shifted now because I grew up. That movie came out in 1984, right? Yep. That's as far as I know. Look, I fucking didn't like 
Daniel LaRusso. I thought he was, he was a, a dick. He was a dick. He was such a whinger. You know when he got fell off his bike when they, he got ran off the road? He goes, I hate my bike. Yeah. I hate my freaking bike. And then his mum sees him. And she goes, what's wrong, Daniel? And he goes, it was all right for you to move out here, but you didn't ask me and it was all right. You know, and I don't like it here. And then Mr. Miyagi fixes his bike. You know, you fucking whinger. Mr. Miyagi, yeah. I think he's a, he's the drug dealer here. You know, he's... He's he, a demon somewhere. He's, he's pushing him in the wrong direction. Mm. Mr. Miyagi's not all wise like people think. Do you ever see the second Karate Kid movie? It's fucking hopeless. It is awful. Did there's you a, ever see There's it? a third one. Then there's the, the next... third one's good. Yeah, That's, the third picks, one's not bad. Wasn't it the what? next Karate Kid? No, no. The third one picks up directly after the first one. Yeah. Yes. So the right? second one, even they went, oh, yeah, that's yeah. not yeah, I don't good. know what they it's were like thinking. It's like watching Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Three. I don't, don't know. watch it. No, don't watch I don't know what they were thinking because the, the, the third one picks up directly after the All Valley Championship yeah. Karate bit, right? And it goes out to the car park with John Kreese. Cl- John Kreese was the name of the, yeah. the Cobra Cry instructor right and he goes to pieces and he calls his mate up and he smashes all the windows and he smashes all the wind yeah and he says i'm gonna hurt this kid i'm gonna cause pain i'm gonna poke pain and then uh what's his name he's got like he's got the ponytail he's got the 80s Mm -hmm. ponytail what's his name and he goes that's good man that's great i'm gonna hurt him i'm gonna hurt him and it's great the third movie is really good it actually expands uh, the the John, I'm sure it was John Crease, was his name, the Cobra Kai, the Sensei, the I Sensei. I'm sure name. it is. He's an ex Vietnam vet. Yes. Doesn't he lose it at some point? In oh, like he loses the it. At the he loses it. Yeah. He's he's down and out because he loses his business. Yeah. Because he gets um fucking Daniel bullshit. That's up. another thing he, you get. He's already. Fu- he, you he, get out. Of, you get out of that. He cost his fucking poor guy his business. business. Just because he was a bully and he wanted to pick a fight. I'm. Yeah. I'm changing my tune about it. But you know why it's easy? Because I fucking hate Daniel Larusso. Ralph Macchio had a lot to explain. Have you actually seen any of the new the YouTube special they're doing? No, that's on the. You got to pay for that, don't you? Yeah, yeah I've no. watched the first couple of episodes. It's actually not bad. It. It's yeah. Um, I don't want to admit that I've watched it, but I, I heard it's all right. You just it's did not to bad. our yeah, no. whole three. But what viewers. is it? Is that is uh, it's them in the future? So Daniel, Daniel because, is, is, it Ralph is it Ralph Macchio? Is it Ralph It's both. It's the same guys, right? Okay. Um, Daniel, being the bully, has managed to bully his way into owning car yards and all that. And poor old Johnny, you know, because he was mis misguided. Mm. You know, he's uh, down and out snorting coke. I can't remember what he is, but he gets Cobra Kai back up and going. Mm. And, uh, it's interesting. So I haven't watched it all because, again, you have to you pay gotta for pay it. you got to pay for it. Yeah, I don't understand They how. did, I think, the first three episodes yeah. were free, and I sort of went, oh, yeah, and they suckered me in, and then I went, no, nah, I'm not fucking paying We'll for get it. to this in a minute because we want to talk about E3 because I haven't spoken to you really since E3 was on. No. And my big concern with that was what I got out of it. We'll get to it later on. I'll leave it to the end, is how everyone wants to go down this subscription model method which is you know ea's got one ubisoft's pulling one out uh, microsoft's got one at some point every publisher is going to have their own subscription model right which is a fucking recipe for disaster in my opinion we'll get to that right but the, but because you're here are we done with karate kid because my mind can't take it <laughs> uh, look, yeah, as long as you're all on the board i'm on I- the well, i'm looking at things differently now i'm gonna go home and do a shit ton of research <laughs> that's a rabbit hole i can't get out of now see so i've given you one back you've mm-hmm. given me well i fucked you before with chernobyl yes right you're I gonna go to watch that one. and that's, now my, you're, that's my evening bland 
dude, I'm telling you now, you, oh, trust you will me, not get out yet. of that. You will not get. I'll get text messages from you later on. I'll put money <laughs> on it, right? But I'm going to do more research on why uh, Daniel LaRusso is actually the evil character in the Karate Kid. And they didn't carry it on into the into the YouTube thing. He's you know he's the bully. He, yeah, Ralph Macchio. He's. But did he do anything else? He appeared in Entourage as a cameo as himself, Jesus like a lot Christ. of actors. A lot of actors did. He appeared as. That was only forty years later. No, he did appear <laughs> as um as himself. I mean, he didn't really do much after that, did he? I'm not aware of him really appearing much. He was in um. There's a few people that's happened. He did to, appear though. in a oh. few little things. Um, I made enough money from that movie, he doesn't give a fuck kind of thing. Yeah, you know, and people are only just starting to wake up to the fact that I he's a the, fucking bully. I'm going to put this into the I am whatever you call it. Because yeah, I like f- for me, yeah, and Dano knows is that one of my favorite shows of all time was Scrubs. Like yeah. I, I love that show, and Zach Zach Banff was his name, the the lead actor. Yeah, same thing. He he only ever really did that, and then he went off and did a whole bunch of directing under this behind the scenes, and you never really saw him again. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's done the same thing. So he Holy was it? Crap! He was, he's been in a lot. He's of been movies. in a lot of movies. So let's go through it. The Karate Kid, Cobra Kai is what you're talking about with mm. a new one. The Outsiders, I knew it was in The Outsiders. That's an adaptation from a book. Yeah, Crossroads. Right? I remember him That's Crossroads. That's right. And Tom Cruise was in that movie too. And so was uh, Patrick Swayze, by the way. Mm. The Outsiders, 1983. The Crossroads in 1986. The Karate Kid Part 2, abysmal in 86. 89, Karate Kid Part 3. My Cousin Vinny, of course, that's what I was trying to think of because I saw that only the other day. My Cousin Vinny in 92, which was great because it had Joe Pesci in it. Oh, Fucking Joe awesome Pesci. movie. Dancing with the Stars, he must have appeared in that bullshit series in 2005. It's called Desperate for Money. This is Desperate for Money. Uh, money. Artie Lang's Beer League. That's a fucking cash grab right there. <laughs> Up the Academy, don't know what that is. And this is one that's very pertinent because I've had quite a heavy lunch. Distant Thunder <laughs> in 1988. Uh, Psych, the movie in 2017. So he hasn't really... So basically after the 80s, nothing. No. He... Naked in New York, 93. 80s Enough, which is the original TV he, series right, he was but... in. Hmm. 77. In 80s, these movies, 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 90s. Yeah, not too Dude, he much. played a young kid in 80s Enough in 1977 and 81. Too Much Sun in 1991. The Secret of Nimi, Nim 2. Can't Be Heaven, 2000. <laughs> Something Undead, 2009. A Little Game, 2014. He's way more f- more famous than you, 2013. A Good Night to Die, tw- 2003. Hitchcock, 2012. The Last Corona, that's a beer that I, you can drink at a bar. 2017, The Holiday Spin 2012, Wax On, Fuck Off. <laughs> That's no bullshit. 2010, Wax On, Fuck Off. So he's now taking the piss out of himself. Well, I like the, in, I'm looking at music. He's in a music video in 2007 by a band, No More Kings, and the song is Sweep the Leg. Yeah. Unreal. Oh, mate, he's been in heaps of stuff. Uh, Across Grace Alley, A Dog and Pony Show. The Ballad of Danko Jones. I think Bad Thoughts. The Office Party. Did you say Danko Jones? Yeah, The Ballad of Danko Jones. Oh, that's actually uh, music videos. Is it? Yeah, Had Enough. He was in three Danko Jones vi- music videos. I've Had Enough. I think Bad Thoughts. The Ballad of Danko Jones. Who yep. the hell is Danko Jones? Popcorn Shrimp. Popcorn Shrimp. Uh, King of the Underdogs. Journey Home. The Animals of Something. Had enough. I've had enough of Ralph Macchio right at this point, and Dangerous Company. So he's been in quite a few little roles, but obviously Karate Kid was his biggest one. 
Unfucking believable. Every, you, every few years he decides to come out and get some blown money. Mind. But I'll tell you what wasn't on there. He did appear on Entourage very briefly as himself. Maybe it was just one of those. Un- it was one of the, because Entourage always had these actors just appear. I love that show so much. It was such a great show. I never watched it. Great and show. I keep getting told I should have because have you watched Ballers? Yeah, I like it. Oh, well, it's by the same people. Yeah, that's what everyone says. How do yeah. you watch Ballers and not watch Entourage? Like, mm. don't. Yeah, Ballers is, if you like Ballers, watch Entourage. I think it's a lot funnier and it's it's quirkier. I like Entourage a lot more. Really dig Entourage. But we didn't come here to talk about Karate Kid. Are we, we done with Karate Kid? Well, I, love, with... I fucking love Karate Kid so much <laughs> when I first watched it. But any 80s movie around that period, 84, Gremlins, mm-hmm. right? Gremlins is another fucking... Classic Christmas movie. Classic. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. What else? Last Starfighter? Oh, my fucking... We used to talk about it, you and I, The Last Starfighter. I've still got it on Blu-ray. I still pull it out every couple where, of months. Where did you get it? Because it's hard to find on I Blu-ray. I had to bring it in from the States. Yeah, because I can't find it locally. That's no, bullshit. It's not, it's not available locally. I had to get it from the States. Oh, man. you got to come around and bring The Last Starfighter one day. We'll Mate, play we're it. discussing now next, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we might eat a couple of gummy bears while we fucking... Okay. <laughs> Oh, I've got some brownies at home. I'll bring them over as bears bouncing yeah, we there might, and we everywhere. might have something to eat yeah, while no, we watch I, it. Well, I love that. That is in my top five movies. That's oh, the last that. stuff. Dude, I watched that so many times as a kid. I had I it on VHS. I wore out the VHS. Oh. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> it's a great movie. It is, I reckon it's one of the most underrated space movies. Yeah. It's, you know. Oh. You know, it is absolutely one of the most underrated space movies. Or... I guess movies of that era, because like that era. So if you're talking, I think last stuff I had eighty three. I'm so pulling much. that out of my ass. Maybe eighty five. Eighty three. Eighty three. Eighty four. Eighty five. I'm thinking eighty three, and I'm fucking guessing that. But okay, last stuff is fucking awesome, man. And then you had the Goonies. I spoke about the Gremlin. Uh, the the Gremlins. Mm-hmm. I spoke about the. We spoke about Karate Kid. Last stuff eighty four. Oh fuck! Oh, there you go. That era. And that's before you go into the comedies like Caddyshack and Porky's. Tron, the original Tron. Oh, the original Tron, 1982. Yep. 1982, the original Tron came out. That is no mm-hmm. bullshit. You can look that up. Fuck I know. We've right watched that a lot. It was at 82? Yeah, 82. Yeah, there you go. Tron was fucking awesome. I, I know it looks great. I know it sounds great, but the 2010 version of Tron, I, I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it. Yet again, fucking Disney. <laughs> Yet again. Yet again. I, I don't mind it. Um... Uh, we were discussing it earlier on. Me and my son have just watched it on the big screen. Well, not the big screen. It looks in awesome. In 4K. Mm-hmm. I've, I've it, watched it in years. It, and it, it does look it, good. It, is an, oh, the, it does look good, it man. It just pops on it, a 4K well, screen. Yeah, with, I'm sure it'll be in HDR and all that bullshit. It looks fucking awesome. I'm not going to... And it sounds great, too. I know it does. I think I might have that on Blu-ray, but not 4K Blu-ray. But I don't like it enough to go buy a 4K Blu-ray for it. No, I've got it on Blu-ray. That's Standard enough. Blu-ray, yeah. I mean, but and the Xbox upscales it. It does, anyway, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But but I I do agree with you. It it it's great. But what my problem with Tron version two in 2010 is the fact that the aliens here, interdimensional aliens of contact, Rocket Russell's phone. That was a classic beam me up moment. That oh, is, man. I love my Back to the Future sound. So my problem with that movie is is that I actually didn't like Jeff Bridges in it too much. 
because he acted too much like the dude from The Big Lebowski. He did, Which is he? an awesome movie released in 1998. That's no bullshit. You can look that one up as well, you fuck. There is so many great <laughs> movies. But the 80s were awesome for movies, oh. man. Awesome. And we won't get that again. We'll never get that bullshit oh, again. Right, the comedies you'll never Not get like, again. And you mean, what else what was... Um, I've just bought it on recently on DVD, on Blu-ray, The Wraith. I haven't seen that. Well, maybe I have. Charlie Sheen. Ooh, I don't it's know. one of the really bad movies. I did, don't know if I I've seen it. I actually really liked it because... When, when Lucky Lisa was here, we talked about The Dark Crystal. Don't know if you ever saw that. 1982, <sighs> that came out. Dark awesome. And I'll tell you something. Labyrinth. Labyrinth and Never Ending Story. Never Ending Story. Oh, never Ending Story. Such an awesome fucking movie. The never-ending story. Still stands up. None of these... This is what's so tragic about movies now. There's no creativity? No. All they are is superhero movies. Marvel movies or DC movies or something like this. I'm kind of done with Marvel. Is that picture of Ringy Bells? No, I really don't think I've seen The It was actually a really bad B-grade movie that Charlie Sheen was in. He must have been super young. Uh, Although then again, 1987, he came out with... uh, What's you call it? Uh, He came out with Wall Street. In 1987. Yeah, so this was a, you know, this must have been a do one good movie, do a shit movie. Yeah. But the Ray, it, it's a car movie, so, you know. You know yeah. yeah. I'll bring it. We'll, yeah. We'll yeah, 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 cool. But I want to look, I'm telling you now, I want to watch Last Starfighter. Oh, dude, I'm more. Oh, fuck. I have not seen that since, I'm going to say back in primary school, like in the 80s. We used to, that was a fucking awesome movie. And that's a movie, I don't know why disappeared off the radar from being released in any way, shape, or form locally on Blu-ray, DVD, VHS. Where the fuck... Someone probably owned the rights to it and wouldn't relinquish them. I don't know, but... You know what? Something like... I mean, I don't think it's anywhere near as good, but another example of that, up until the last five, ten years ago, was E.T. That disappeared as well. You couldn't get that on VHS at all. E.T.'s Disney? It was Disney. Disney. So it goes into yeah. that whole Disney Maybe it was Disney. fucking shit. But that me. came out in 82. Yep. Disappeared. You couldn't get that on VHS to, to buy or rent. Couldn't get it you on couldn't get it on. You couldn't get that. <laughs> Mate, I want to talk about that at one point. <laughs> I want to talk about that. But What a fuck up. It is, but it's not the biggest fuck up that happened. But um, you couldn't find that to, to, to rent, buy, own. And then when DVDs rolled around, same. Mm-hmm. Blu-rays, same. Oh, now it is now. Now, yeah, now. it's part of the. Disney but it disappeared. Shit. Last stuff, last Starfighter. I'm gonna have to get on eBay now. You fucked me because I want to watch it big time now. Oh, I've got it at home. We'll do it. What was the main? Uh, yeah, but he the, wants his own copy. Yeah, because I want. He's it. fucking useless. I'm, yeah, it's it. You've set a challenge. Yeah, but you're gonna come over and watch the fuck. That's oh, for I'm sure. fucking watching it with you. Hell yes. And we'll have something to eat. Dum 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 dum. And then you watch me twitch. Dum dum. Then you call the ambulance and you go. He's fucking out of turn. Dum dum. Gum gum. What was the name of the alien? The main guy that came down from the arcade machines and recruited oh. recruited the guy. Was it? No, it wasn't Hobbs. That no, was him. No, no, no. no that was Wing Commander 3. No, you know no. who I'm talking about, right? The cats. And he used to go, ho, ho, my son yeah. or something. He was, and he was, he was oh, in my heaps boy. of movies, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, da, 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 the da, name da. of the alien. Yeah, I know you're talking about Robert Pettison. Centuria. That was the name of the alien. I don't remember that. Oh, what a fuck. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, at some point, yeah. Oh, fuck, what a movie. 
And that's one movie I don't want them to remake because I know they'll. Oh, fuck they it. will. I know. No, they, it keeps coming up. It, it keeps keep coming up. It. Hmm. it was never popular enough. It keeps coming up, but no one commits to it. Hmm. And I'm glad that they don't commit to it because I don't want them to touch that. Oh, movie. they'll fuck it royally. They, yeah, that's it. They him, will. Man. That was him, wasn't it? Robert, Robert Preston. Centuri yeah, yeah, was his yeah. name. Yeah, Centuri. Yeah. Now, you ever? You know who he reminds me of? That alien. Totally different movie. Another movie that came out in 1985. You can fucking look that up too. Enemy Mine with, uh, what's his name? The actor. Uh, uh, Enemy Mine, look it up and tell me the main actor. It's still made in. Enemy Mine is a fucking awesome movie. 85. 85, yeah, I'm right. Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. played the played the alien, but it was the it was the main character. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yes, that's who I'm thinking of. Dennis Quaid. So Dennis Quaid played. This is set in the future. Dennis Quaid gets captured or crash lands on a planet with an enemy and race. The fish people. I remember the fish that. people. And the fish people were at war with humans for fucking decades, right? And it and and the alien ends up having a baby, right? It gets fucked up and weird, right? He has a baby, and the and the uh, Dennis Quaid raises the child because he befriends the alien. Even at first, at first they were absolute enemies. Befriends the uh, the the alien. They become best friends after a while. the The alien says that their race breeds. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. They just have babies, and he ends up raising the kid. Right? Sounds and like it, Death Stranding's plot line. Oh, it's fucking, <laughs> mate. I'm telling you now, it's complicated, and they'll never ever re- release a movie like that again. Have you ever seen it? Uh, it rings a Enemy bell. Enemy Mine is awesome. I'm gonna have to double check it tonight, but I'm awesome. It rings a bell. I'm giving somewhere. you. I'm sorry, Mrs. Oh, Rocket Russell. You can ring my bell. There's so many rabbit holes this weekend, <laughs> mate. But that is an awesome movie. Well, that that, that was officially 50 minutes of rabbit hole. Are you fucking Are you serious? Kidding? We haven't even got into the subject yet. No. I love Fuck. it. It's hilarious. Topic of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Topic of the show. Oh, oh my God. Were there three topics you wanted to talk about? I, I, I didn't plan to talk about Enemy Mind, but I can't get you out of it. You didn't plan to talk about fucking Karate Kid until no, you walked down kid. here either. But I love Karate Kid, right? But I love most 80s movies. 80s movies right? are great. Like, even fucking movies. Like, so many movies like Top Gun. I was talking to someone about. Oh, that Oh fuck! I need to day. watch that now. I've been playing Top DCS. Top Gun is so good. Oh, DCS. Right? Oh, I need to watch that again. Top Gun is so fucking. Except good. for the completely unnecessary bonking scene. Yeah, that sort of. Thing, and you know. and uh, the song by Berlin. Take my breath away. That's during the bonking scene. That was scene. by Berlin. No yeah, bullshit. Yeah, no, I had the soundtrack. Now, now the uh, the uh, the actress there, I believe her name was Kelly McGinnis. Yes, and that wasn't one of her best looking movies, was it? Uh, no, she t- looks at very average after that movie. She went downhill in a big fucking way. Did she's she like? Find, did she she's find like the another eighties movie actress, Kathleen Turner, from *Romancing the Stone* in nineteen eighty four? That one Jewel came out with Nile. Michael Douglas and Jewel of the Nile. Oh, did right? they both find the magical pixie powder? No. Well, <laughs> well, I tell you what. Uh, Michael Douglas retained his actor's looks. I yep. don't know how, but fucking Kathleen Turner did not. No. And Kelly McGuinness was, I tell you, she was ostracized from Hollywood because she went downhill so quick. She looked like Jabba the Hutt. That's no bullshit. She's not. She no. Look any good. She looked okay during Top uh, Top Gun, but then after that. Yeah, Top was, Gun, she was hot. And then she, she was just, cute. She was like, ooh. Yeah, I don't know what happened you? to her. Kathleen Turner's another one. Kathleen but Turner. Romancing the Stone, Jill of the Nile were awesome. Brilliant movies. Look at those snappers, Ralph. <laughs> Danny DeVito always <laughs> played legend. comedy relief. He's a legend. He was. He was. He was. Well, he is. He's a. He's a legend. 
But uh, yeah, 80s movies, I could talk about it all day, but that's not the topic of the show. I've got to talk to you because when you're here... It's, it's our topic. It's got to be, we got to do it. And I know it's going to surprise people, but we've got to talk about F1. Dun, dun, dun. So we've had, what, two races since two last races. time we were here? Yes, so last time at the time... One of- race. Fuck you, Formula One. That was horrible. Second race. Oh, my fucking God. You made up for everything in one race, but next race is going to be shit. I think the last time I spoke to you about Formula One on this podcast... at this Was time, qualifying Canada. for Canada had just been done. Yes. And at the time of this recording... We've just had, or we've a week ago, we had uh, we had Austria, Austria, yeah, the Austrian Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. So we've yet to have the British Grand Prix. So who knows what the hell is going to happen? And we last spoke about a roundup of drivers. I don't want to revisit that, except we did forget Haas. Yes, we forgot Haas. But all I've got to say about Haas is, I think Grosjean's in the shitter. I, I think, think the whole gonna... team's in the shitter. I mean, they're having real problems yeah, getting but the car I'll... together for one lap. I'll tell you why Grosjean's in the shitter. I think Magnussen's showing him up a lot this year. K-Mag's doing a really good K-Mag. job with what he's got. But the reason why I say Grosjean's in the shitter is because he was a bit outspoken with the team when he binned it in the wall in Canada and he was on the radio going, this is the worst experience of my life. I want to get out of this car, fuck this car, and I, I hate everything about it. And then uh, Gunther Steiner, the, the team boss, got on the radio and said, well, you know what? It wasn't very nice for the mechanics to stay up all night and fix your car that you put in the wall. Not quote unquote, but basically no, but that's what was, he said, it right? It was what he said pretty much. And I think he's at his limit because if you add up all the shit that he did last year, everything he's saying this year about, and he's a whinger. Now even the commentators are saying that he's a whinger. He constantly whinges. So I actually think... He's putting people offside. He's putting people offside. I actually think they'll get rid of him. I don't know what his contract status is like, but I think they'll get rid of him. They probably don't give a fuck. Because you know why I say what I say? Silly season's upon us. Oh, silly season is well and truly here, and it's all hinging on one contract, isn't it? Uh, Verstappen. Verstappen. All the talk at the moment is... Is he out of contract? I thought he was still in contract. He's in contract. But he's got a loophole. But he's got a loophole, but no one's sure... There's, just, there's definitely what's his name, Mackie Helmet, the big, Dr. Big, Marco Helmet. Yes, he's come out and said there is a performance clause in his yes. contract, but no one knows what it is. It's either somebody was saying on one of the websites they reckoned it was a points thing. If he wasn't in third place in points by summer break, which is what two weeks. Mm. Yeah, well they've got the British GP, then after that it'll be the Hungarian. Mm. I think. There, am I right with that? Hungarian is usually the last race before well, the summer, summer break. break. And then we have mm-hmm. the summer break. Then so we get the summer break. So the summer break won't occur until the end of August. Yep. So, so we've got at least another two races. Two races. Three, three races. So there were two rumours. One was he had to have a win before the summer break. So he's ticked that box so that null and voids his performance clause. The other one was points. He had to be in third place, which I think there's no way he would have signed that. Would, would how can you predict that? I actually well, think... You can't, not no, with the motor they had. And when no. they signed his contract, you remember the contract wasn't signed... The contract was signed with a Renault motor mm. and knowing they were having problems. Yeah. It wasn't signed with the Honda motor and the going forwards. Yeah, was, I actually yeah. think what the clause would be is race wins. It'd be... And, think, and so he's already got one because... Look, we, we, we discussed this. We don't want to revisit it too much, but he's been awesome this season and... Just as we said it, he proved how awesome he is, even though I hate the guy. But winning the Austrian GP in the way he, that he did... He's a future talent. He's going to be a champion, man. I'm sorry. He's going to be the champion. And I don't know if he's going to be the champion at Red Bull. I don't know if they can give him what he needs to do that. 
But he's certainly going to... Pro- I, I think that race win may have put a seed of doubt in his mind whether or not to go or, or to stay. But I think if he was given an offer to go to Mercedes or Ferrari, he'd take it. Well, the I ru- think he the, would. that's the other rumour at the moment. The Bottas was meant to have his contract signed by now for next year. And it hasn't been, has it? It hasn't been signed. And Mercedes apparently have asked him to hold off until the end of summer I break. Think, though, I, heard, I think I heard Toto Wolf say that they're not going to change their lineup. Yeah, or did, I the other, that, the other or did I get is, that mixed up with Bernardo? No, Bernardo's, Bernardo, Bernardo Bernardo's come that. out and said our lineup because everyone's on the Sebastian. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many rumors at the moment. There's the big rumor of uh, Vettel. Sorry, no, Verstappen to Mercedes. I'd like to see that. Bottas to Ferrari. I don't. I don't. Vettel know to... back to Red Bull. Dun, dun, dun. That's the big one really? doing. The, that's the big one doing the rumor the rounds at the moment. Would he go back? He's got a very good relationship with Red Bull. He didn't leave on bad terms. Well, but Christian Horner came out the other day saying, because somebody somebody asked him why um, Seb was spotted in his after the after the race. He was spotted in the Red Bull garage, and Christian Horner was brought up going, "Why was he in the garage?" He says, if you actually sit down and watch the video footage, you will see Sebastian is in our garage a lot of the time. Mm. We have a very strong yeah. thing with him. He built the team. He's, our four world championships are off his back. Yeah, they're, they're not gonna flick sti- he still has a very strong relationship and rapport with our mechanics. And you, if you follow over a race weekend, you'll actually see him in here a couple of times. He said he always stops in to see the boys. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the big rumor at the moment. I don't see it. I think... Um, you know what? When we spoke last time, you you kiboshed what I was thinking and what I'd heard was Vettel was kind of uh, maybe exiting stage left. Yeah, that was the big and, rumor. Uh, the reason for that is is that, um, and we'll get to this now, because since we last spoke, there's been some ridiculously fucking awful decisions the stewards have made that have ruined the racing, in my oh. opinion. Canada was a debacle. Canada was a debacle, right? Fucking debacle. And so what we're getting at, for those that don't know, is is that in the race uh, for Canada, the Canadian GP, Vettel was leading the race pretty comfortably at one point, but then uh, Hamilton was putting pressure on him. Yeah, I mean, he had pressure on him for a long time. He did, and he made a mistake. Vettel did make a mistake, and he went off the track at, uh, I can't remember which turn it is, but he went off the track. 12, wasn't it? Through the chicane. I think so, yeah, through the chicane. And he went off. And, and Hamilton did, did cause him to make that mistake, which is putting pressure on him, which is cool. But what happened was he went off the, the track and he went back onto the track because he couldn't control the car. He, couldn't he was in stop the grass. It. He was on the grass and he, could, he lost complete control of the car and he went back into the racing line and in front of Hamilton. Now, Hamilton will be the first to admit, and I'm going to give credit where credit's due, he acted very professionally that weekend because he said, look, it was an incident. He didn't try and deliberately squeeze me, but I did have to back off because if I didn't back off, he but was going to put me But in saying that, what was the first voice you heard straight after that incident was Hamilton, Hamilton on the radio yeah. saying, oh, well, that was a dangerous re-entry. I think that's instinct myself. Yeah. I think that's a natural instinct of a driver to say that. But when they sit back and the ad- adrenaline's not flowing through their veins as quick... And they look at the replays on the screen. They probably think twice about what they. Oh, they, going they, backwards. They said. I mean, look, you're going you to know? say but, it. But but hindsight's a wonderful thing. And when you're in that position, I can only imagine your instinct is this fuckwit's going to put me in the wall. 
right? Unless I back off. And he, and he had to significantly back off. But in the course of all of that, the stewards have deemed it as being an unsafe re-entry to the, the track. And they gave him a five-second penalty. And that pushed him all the way back to third or fourth. Third. I can't remember third. Cost him the race victory. I love the fucking drama. I love how he got out of the car and he moved the position signs. Well, not only that, let's go back before then. So, I mean, the rules are the top three, Park Ferme yep. at the end. Yep. You go down to the end, you are one of the top three cars, you present your car here, which is a, considered a Park Ferme, and then you do your stuff. Yep. He didn't do that, did he? No. He stopped at the start of the pit lane yeah, he, on purpose. He took it. He had a dummy stalled speed, man. the car. Yep, and had it rolled into park for me yep. at the wrong end of the thing, yep. and then just disappeared out into the yep. thing. Do you I mean, know, I'm, I'm amazed he didn't cop shit for that. He did. Yeah, but did he get a? What did he get? A reprimand, or what did he get? Well, I mean, let, let's just. Did you watched it? He went, watched He disappeared it. into the. He disappeared into yep. the into the Ferrari yep. transporters, and they talked to him and said to him, and then the FIA you need to go in. out. The FIA basically come in and said, "You need to go out. You either get the hell out yep. there, or it's going to get serious." Yep. And that I mean, then he did the sign switch, was just brilliant. That was for the viewer. That was brilliant. But they say it's unprofessional, and they right. also say he probably should have copped a reprimand on that, but he didn't because the damage was already done. But yeah, I, as a spectator, I fucking loved it because oh. I can't remember the last time. I've never seen that in 20-plus years of watching the shit that he got out the front there and he moved the position signs and fucking threw a dummy spin and then waved to the crowd and gone, you know what, I should have been number one. Yeah. But that's what people want to see. But you see how he had to barge his way through because they they all had him they were surrounded him and they were ferrying him up to the podium and he sort of made that little break through the little gap there to run over to the sides oh yeah. that was brilliant yeah and then as soon as he gets in there you know it was yeah. like where did you want me to go mate yeah where did you want me to, me to yeah. go and look at the end of the day I, I saw a lot of people do a lot of videos on it my own thoughts initially were that was extremely harsh um, extremely harsh and probably they should have let it slide but they have to be consistent because they've they've put themselves into a corner, these stewards. And what I mean by that is, is that every race up until this point, including the Canadian Grand Prix, they've given out pretty significant reprimands or they've given out some kind of penalty for people that have done less. Yes. Right? So anyone exceeding track limits, and we'll get to our next our next little one in a minute, right, was really infuriated me. And we're still in Canada? We're still in Canada? We are, but we'll move to the other one. So are we going to cover the other Canada? Which one? Ricardo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that was was, um, France. Oh, fuck. That was poor Ricard. Yeah, sorry. We'll get to that shit. That's what I mean. So they've been very hard on anyone. It it was. It was poor Ricard. What happened in... What else? There was another one in Canada, wasn't there? No. That was the biggest one, as far as I can remember. Because he lost the two super... No, that was... was, um, that Ricardo lost uh, two super points on his super license in poor Ricard. It was Ricardo. Okay. It was Ricardo, right? That's that infuriated me. Right? Oh, so so going back to Vettel in Canada, he was given the five second penalty. As far as I'm aware, I'll, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, right? But I believe he didn't cop any super license penalties. No, nope. right? But he he lost the race, and the reason why he lost the race is as far as the stewards are aware. It was deemed as an unsafe re-entry, re-entry on the track, and they've been extremely uh, vigilant on that this season. Now, what they've said is is that I, I like Toto Wolff's response, 
particularly after uh, in, in Canada and after that, where he said, I don't agree with it either. I think Vettel should have won the race. However, they are the rules. And they're the current rules which we've all signed off on. Yes. So if we want to change that, we need to agree as a bunch of teams. Which will never happen. Which will never happen. And we need to say that we want to change the rules to allow more aggressive racing. But at the moment, they're the rules. And so I actually like what Toto Wolff said, who's the team principal for Mercedes. He said, yes, I agree that it was a racing incident. And yes, there's no doubt about it that Sebastian didn't <clears throat> want to run into Hamilton and squeeze him or anything like this. Yes, Hamilton had to back off, but there's no... And, and yes, I can see why people would be upset with him giving a five-second penalty and losing the race, but they're the rules. Yep. And every race we've had up until this point, the stewards have done the same shit, right? I think there was one incident with Verstappen that was uh, a little earlier on in the season where people... He had the same penalty or he had something very similar for... Dangerous re-entry. Da- dangerous re-entry or something like that. And it was nowhere near a car, by the way. And he copped a five-second penalty. same as... Um, was it Sainz or Norris? Copped a penalty for a dangerous re-entry, but he'd followed the rules that were put down in the driver briefing yep. beforehand. Yep. You know? Like, you, if you're going to come yep. back on the track, you have to yep. go past this so, point. So here's the, the big picture is, from a racing perspective, it was a disaster for the race. Oh, Canada was a debacle right? in the race. But... They, the, the stewards were consistent with their rules, right? And Toto Wolff was 100% accurate when he said, I don't agree with it either, and you can't blame Lewis. And I'm glad that Vettel was a sportsman there where he said, don't boo, don't boo Lewis. Oh, look, it had nothing to do with him. He, he right? handled himself he handled so it, well. So they both did, right? You know, They both did because I think Lewis did the same. I think Lewis said it pretty well, which is, I this don't like the rules, but they're the rules, right? This and is I, the way I want to win. And I, and I benefited today, right? I understand why people are angry, but I don't make the rules and I didn't make the decision, right? And he's right. So the rules are fundamentally flawed, right? Then you get to Paul Ricard, which is in the French um, Grand Prix, which is the race after this bullshit, right? The next fucking race. And we get to the final lap of that race and Daniel Ricciardo is doing what he does best and he's deciding, fuck this, I'm going to overtake pricks, right? And he does exceed the track limits, they, yes. they ping him for four wheels off the track. All four wheels are off the track. And so what do they do? They I think they tack on a five-second penalty on Ten him. seconds. Ten-second penalty. Two five-second penalties because yep. there were two incidents. Oh, two incidences. He did it twice. So two-second penalties. So that means he's out of the points because he was in the points at, at one point. I think he was seventh. Yes. But here's where I'm infuriated. They then put – they give him a three-point deduction on his super license. I think it was three points. Or was it two? Uh, I think it was two. One two. for each incident. Two points. Are you fucking kidding me now? Yeah. I, that, Are you fucking kidding me now? I think I messaged now? you the, the, saying the same thing. I mean, that's a, you can't. How do you touch someone's super license? Oh, you, could, you could go, all right, you know what? Yes, he did what he did, and, the, and they're being consistent again. They're penalizing him for leaving the track. I'm all good with the 10 seconds. I'm okay with the 10 seconds as well. But you know what? I like his tweet. You know what his tweet was? I'm not going to sit by these fucking these cars and act like a loser. I'm going to go for it. And if I get penalized for it, fuck it. And he goes, I'm just sorry the team didn't get double points finished today because we're better than that. We should have got it. But I'm going to go for it. Uh, then we refer back to Ed and Senna. Ed and Senna, if there is a gap and you are not It'll going for it, it mm-hmm. you're not a racing yep. car driver anymore. Yep. Yeah, what's, what's the fucking point if you can't no, do that yeah. sort of thing? And yeah. so the rules are a fucking debacle. And so what it's come to now is, is that they can't even do anything, no. right? So it's even worse than we thought, right? Where the cars are too hard to overtake, right? 
they're too hard to overtake because they're too wide. And then you get penalised when you try. And, then when, and when you do, you get penalised for this bullshit unless you pull it off absolutely perfectly. You've got to be so precise. If you put one f- foot wrong on any of this shit, you're penalised now. So you know what's going to happen? I'll put fucking money on it. The drivers will be too scared to fucking overtake now because I'll say, you know what? I'm, I'm probably the best I'm going to be today. I'm fucking sixth. Or maybe I'm seventh, right? Yep. And what am I going to do? It makes sense. I'm going yeah. to go up the grid another place. But you know what? I'm not going to go for it. I'm just going to bring it home. Because yeah, if I I'm do just it, I fuck it up. Home. Yeah, if I fuck and if up, I fuck it five up, seconds. Exactly right. If I fuck it up, I'm going to get a five-second penalty and I'm not going to be in the points anymore because the uh, you know this guy behind me is only you know two or three seconds behind me and the guy behind him is one second. So I'm out of, out of the points. It's a debacle. So they made it worse now. So the rules are really showing up how bad it is because they won't take risks now. And even if they do, they can't overtake because the cars won't let them. They're too big, aerodynamic effect, all the They're bullshit. They're too fucking we, fragile. All mm-hmm. the shit we I talked mean, about, the, all the, the shit we talked about in the, that last po- podcast we did, rears its ugly head. And now the rules prevent them from even racing. They can't even race. And I'll tell you what, you might not like him, but I agree 100% with Sebastian Vettel when he said they're ruining it. They're ruining this sport because they will not let you race. They won't let me fucking race. So what if I go off the track and I make a move? So what if I hit his wheel? So what if I hit his barge board? Fuck it. Then the old days, that's what they used to do. As long as they weren't banging into each other and causing yeah. undue harm, so it didn't matter. That's, now, what, it's I a think that's what I said to you, is if you're going to lose a super point license, I want Oh, that's death. a joke. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I, mean, I don't want to say that, yep. but it, you know, look, the only reason you should be able to lose a super point license okay. is driving... As a dickhead, yes. and, negligence, and, and yes. causing death. That's how it used to bang, be. Um, or like somebody's accidentally tapped you on a corner and you've gone, you fuck, you got me, I'm going to fucking nail you back. That's mm. how it used to be. You know, that's right. yeah. Classic example was when Grosjean fucking pole drove everybody into oblivion and on the in the uh, Belgium Grand Prix a few years ago. He got a suspension for that too. I think he got a one-race suspension for it Something a couple of years it. ago. Yeah. He also got super lights, uh, super points... Uh, points deducted from his super license yeah so you're telling me that's what the stewards are telling me as, a, as an observer of the sport you're telling me that ricardo trying to do an overtake on a narrow bullshit track and he put four wheels accidentally off the track is is worthy of him being deducted super license points and that would you're be shitting me you you heard what martin brundle said didn't you no martin not, brundle was saying well if you don't want him to overtake in that section of the track Put a gravel pit there. Put fucking grass there. Mm. Don't put fucking tarmac there. You know, this mm-hmm. is a track that yep. is tarmac everywhere. This yep. has the opportunity to do That's this. That's right. Drivers will take That's option. It. They'll cut corners. Yeah. And so that track is a joke, that poor Ricard track. I fucking don't like it because there's no penalties for them in any point. They can cut tracks. They can go off the track. There's no penalty. But you're right. He made a very good point. I remember what you, you, you're saying in there about him because he said if that was Monaco, Ricardo would have been ultimately penalised because he would have damaged the car beyond repair and he would have been out of the race. And so they won't do it. If there's a physical barrier there or something physically that they can see which deters them from going in that place in the first time they go around the track, they won't fucking do it. No. But if you put these super smooth, silky fucking uh, strips there and then yeah, that poor car track shit. They've got the blue uh, the blue bit to slow the cars down then the red bit to slow the cars down even more. Yeah, it's like, like a fucking fly track. Works. What a joke. Is it like a sticky... Why would they have that there? Sticky abrasive no stuff idea. sold so by certain they sticky gone? abrasive stuff companies. Can you find that out for us? No, I don't have any contacts. Well, I do, but I might not want to be willing to make contact with a said sticky company place. 
the only sticky things in are in my pants these days. I was going to say, yeah, he's still an expert in sticky stuff. <laughs> That's right. It's just a different. It's just a different type of sticky, sticky stuff. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, I'm with it's you. It's a fucking joke, man. And when I was watching the races, I couldn't believe we'd mate we'd uploaded that podcast only a few weeks before. And I'm like, everything we said about that podcast has got even worse now. Because in the space of two races, you had Vettel getting penalised for bullshit, right? And then, okay, Ricardo could have copped it to be consistent, but then they said, oh, no, two points off your super licence. Fuck off. That's a joke. Even the drivers are they're shaking their heads now. Even well, the I mean, the like, drivers, all the drivers was, were like, well, I don't know if Seb should have been penalised for that. Mm-hmm. All the drivers said he shouldn't have been penalised for that. No yeah. way. No. Yeah. It's, at the moment, that look, We've, we said it in the last one, Libyan media needs to stand up yeah, and they need to do they've something. They've got a glass back. jaw, man. They're sitting back. They've said, oh, and bef- and that's the other thing. After we spoke about that. They've delayed. The, they've delayed it again. So October. 2021 is now October officially. We speculated. Remember that? Yeah, I we said, speculated. I said to you, I bet you the next time we talk about Formula One on this bullshit podcast, I bet you they've delayed the 2021 regulations. Sounds and, like my uh, and, NBN rollout. Yep, it's like the fucking NBN. <laughs> Lo and behold, guess what? Guess what? Uh, it's delayed. And guess what? They still haven't finalized the engine design. They no. still don't know what fucking engines they're going to put no in No one's going to be able to manufacture they, in time. That's, that's, that's what everyone's saying now. That's what everyone's saying. No one will enter the sport now. Yeah, it's because, too late. Well, it's, it's too late for anyone to enter the sport. Next year's car's a debacle because mm-hmm. it's just this year's car. This year's car, which is shit. So basically, we know who's going to win next year. It's going to make the video game boring. Oh. Well, we know who's won next year already. Yeah, Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. Right? We already know. Right? 2020. Whoever so wins this year wins next year too. Yeah, You've because, got, I mean, the cars are fundamentally the same. They're the There's, fucking same. There's no changes on the cars, as far as I'm aware. There might be some minor little changes, but the big changes were for this year, where they removed all the shit off the front wing. But I spoke to you about... <laughs> they the moved. The, they took all the shit off the front wing and they moved it onto the bar. But you know what? Why don't it's, they jump in now and go, listen... Listen, we can't agree on the 2021 regulations, but you know, you know what? Problem. All the shit on the barge boards, get rid of that shit for next year. Fuck it off. And then maybe we'll have a lo- another bit of chance of getting some aerodynamic um, penalties mm. reduced because all that shit on the barge boards is causing half the problem. I watched, um, so I think it was a 2004 Paul Ricard race. Yep. Uh, Mika Hakkinen, Michael Schumacher. What a fucking race. Would have been Magni Core back then. Magni Core, sorry. Magni Core, yeah. yeah. What a fucking race. Yeah. And you look at the cars, you think that is... The 2004s were a pretty car. Mm. They were pretty, yeah. They were. They were pretty But you know what? You, you, back then, you would have still been unhappy with them because they still have groove tyres on them, remember? <sighs> so they were still a carryover from the big regulation change introduced in 1998 where they had narrow track the cars, which, the, which, the little they tails. Need, which they needed because the narrower the car, the easier, in theory, it was to overtake, as well as giving them less grip But that was one the of the things was watching overtakes. Like Heaps Michael more. Schumacher coming out of a corner Heaps and accelerated more. up to the back of a car yep. and overtook it. And yep. it was like, it's that f- was, there was no DRS, there was no, no flap yep, panel no, opening. No. It was just... But have a look at the s- cars, how yeah. pretty oh, they were. And they're so... They're complex, but they're so simplistic yeah. in their complex... Mm-hmm. Look at the front wing as well. See, this is my big complaint. They reduced the... Re- they On the regulations for 2019... They reduced they took, down to four panes. They should have fucked it off to two panes. Like in the those era of cars that you're talking about, the early two 2000s, two panes, right? Why, what are they fucking doing, right? 
and they've got all this shit hanging off the cars. They look ugly, and that is causing so many problems for the drivers well, to get close to the cars. Well, they and can't because there's aerodynamics are involved now. No. I mean, aerodynamics are involved in a big way. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, like you look uh, that new front wing Ferrari bought for Canada. Yep. So it had the front wing had a the only differences between that one was the notch at the back, yep. which seems to be something they've found because they've done it to the the fin on the back of the mm-hmm. body. But there was that little lump in the bo- the bottom part of it. Yeah. So that was to direct a, a snippet of air around the tire yeah. to create a vortex to go and affect the car behind yeah. it. That's the thing. Aerodynamics. It's like what we were talking about before. Technology is going along so fast that we need to sort of go, yes, mm-hmm. okay, technology's great. But at some stage, we've got to limit to where we're yeah. doing the technology. Engine yeah. technology, go for it. Suspension yeah. technology, go for it. Aerodynamics, I think we need to sort of step back the, and go, right, look, the, guys, the, this, the, this is ugly. Yep. Again, like your comment last time, people are cutting themselves mm-hmm. oh it's a joke man but you know what I go back to what I said that first time we, we spoke about Formula 1 back the previous podcast that we did on it Liberty Media don't know what they're doing this year it's very obvious the to problem me now the is- first year the first year was like breath of fresh air they're, they're promoting the sport they're doing. They're trying to do different things, make it exciting, making make more fan engagement. The biggest engagement. problem this year, now I've, I've done a fair bit of reading on it over the last few weeks. So the biggest problem is Libyan media, and I, I've been pretty heavy on them saying that they're fucked, and I still think they're fucked. But they're trying to let the teams decide. They're That's, trying to be nice and they go, okay, look, yeah. you guys. Yeah, we're sort of new to this. Yep, we've got some basic. You guys decide, and no and the, team. The no. teams will never like you. Did you hear about the Pirelli meeting last week? No. So oh, the, before, ga- the gauge, the different thickness of the tyres. So they want they, some teams want point point four mil extra. So they want to go back to last, last year's tyre, yeah. which was point, I did hear about point this. four mil higher. But they couldn't agree on it. They couldn't agree on it because. Um, McLaren, Mercedes said, no, no, we're all good with it. We like the tyre. McLaren were like, yeah, no, actually, we're, we're pretty damn good on this tyre. We've, we've gotten a handle on yep. it. So they, they can't. But, again, but you can't do that. But my argument as a team would be, hang on, we signed off on this last year. You can't change mid-season tyres to suit your car because you've got, you're got you having a crybaby mm. spit over it because your car's shit. Like Renault. Renault are in fucking crisis. I'm calling it now. I'm fucking saying it now. Renault in, are in crisis. I'll look like a fucking dick next week because they'll probably put it on pole. But what I'm saying is... Renault's in crisis and Cyril people has gone at the end of the year. I'm telling you now, he's. I, I thought the it was fucking, weird. The board is all over him, like a like. But they've extended everything. I don't know, man. I the, don't. The board the other week they had their meeting what a month ago, and they've continued their commitment to yeah, F1. Con- yeah, to be in it, but I'm saying they're going to. I reckon they'll change the leadership of it. My, who are they going to put there? I'm sure they've got people in their little, little pit of. I, I thought it was there, odd but. at Canada that. He wasn't anywhere to be seen. No, that's what I mean. I think he's in but, shit. Um, they had the director, the racing director for Renault there, and Alacy. they had the president of Renault. The president whole, for Renault the, and was it Lacey? Jean Lacey next to him. Jean Lacey was there, but he hasn't got a role. Alan he Prost. has. Alan Prost has got a role. Oh, Alan, Alan Prost. Alan Prost is there. sitting next to him. Yeah, Al, I'll tell you who Alan Prost is. He's like uh, Nicky Lauda was for Mercedes. Well, Prost is his own team. 
Huh? Prost had his own team at one stage. Yeah, he did. He, in 1998, he Prost had Prost, or... Prost Peugeot, it was. Yeah. But was it Prost sitting next to him? Prost was sitting next. Oh. Prost is a special advisor. Yes, he's a performance yeah. advisor. Yeah, so Prost is the guy. He's like, so what Renault have tried to do, they've tried to model themselves like Mercedes did, right? They've yeah. upgraded their factory. It's apparently state like, of the have art. Have you seen the... Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it on Sky F1. It's the shit, right? Mm. They've got heaps of employees. They're one of the biggest teams now, right? And they've put in a special advisor like Mercedes did with Nicky Lauda. They've got Alain, Alain Prost. Can't get any better than him. Mm-hmm. He's French. He's Renault through and through. He wants to succeed with them, and he's an F Formula World Champion. All right? No problem, right? But I think somewhere something's not working, and the board will get the shits at the top level, and people like Cyril people will fucking go because they've been in the sport now. This is their, what, fourth year back? Yeah. Third year, fourth year. Man, they're going backwards, dude. They were so bad in Austria, it wasn't funny. Now, I know it's heightened by a small track. It's a relatively short track. It's a, a short So it makes track. it look worse, but you can't I mean, get... A lot of mechanical grip. You can't get fucking lapped that badly that early in the race. You can't... They didn't even get in the points. They were, fight, they were fucking, what, 16th and 17th? 17th yeah. Oh, and, I mean, they were, they were struggling. Dude, they're going to go, you know what? I know, you, I know you're telling me you won't win championships this year, and I know you're telling me you won't win, uh, win a race, but you cannot be 16th, 16th and 17th. We were better fucking last year. We expected to be 5th right? and Last sixth. year, you can't... Well, I mean, you go, know what, Cyril? Like I'll tell Canada. you why they'll fuck him off. I'll tell you why they'll fuck him off. And I could be wrong, right? Sportsman's bet. You can hold me to it. Cyril Abipo made commitments at the start of this season, right? And he said silly things like, uh, it's like building a house. uh, Two years ago, we laid the cement, the foundation. Last year, we put the the walls up or something like this. And at the end of the year, we put the roof on. And we have everything we we need in place to meet all of our goals this year. And what were the goals? To be fourth and better. To be knocking on Red Bull's door. They are pushing shit uphill to make fifth in the Constructors' Championship. No bullshit. They won't get fourth. They're fucked. They're gone. McLaren's got them. They're gone, right? So they're a customer team. How embarrassing. A customer team. They supply the engines to McLaren. Do you really think the board, right, are going to sit there and go, Cyril, you fucking told us... You put all of the pieces of the puzzle together. You're re- We're getting close now to the, our, our goal of winning a championship in 2021. How is it that we've gone fucking further back than we've ever been since we came back into Formula One? You're gone. They don't pay guys like that millions of dollars a year to fuck around. They won't. He's gone. And I don't know who they'll find. I don't know. But I am sure they'll find somebody. Right? Oh, they, got they're recruiting heaps of people that, you know, behind oh, they, the scenes. Mm-hmm. I actually get the feeling this year a feeling, Renault are more powerful than they've ever been. They've got way more people hanging around and doing things. and But it's, I think but it's not that, coming together, right? I think it, they've been blaming the power unit. And I think they're starting to realise no, it's actually, not the power it, unit because the power unit is doing really well. No. The McLaren, the, it's aerodynamic. Something in the aerodynamics is not right. They actually said at the start of the season, we think the power unit is the thing we've hit the targets with. And you're right. The McLaren is showing the power unit's really good. The chassis shit. Chassis, yeah. Right? And so how do you fix that? Well, you really can't now. You've got Unless you make a B-spec car, but you won't do that. You're right this year off. But you have to fix this year in order to be good for next, next year. year. That's right? Because the regulation changes mm-hmm. are not significant enough for next year to wipe it, the slate clean. They have to fix this problem. And they've got to fix it now. They're nearly halfway through the season. They're not going to fix it. 
man. And the, but they the biggest are, problem is they I mean, fucked. I'm they should you. be well and truly in development of 2021 cars. They're fucked, now, and they're not even. Yep. You know what? I was singing about that the other day. You know what? They're fucking around trying to get this car to be fourth. They can't get there. They're now sixth or fifth, right? If they finish fifth or sixth this year, which is very likely in my opinion, because ha- if Haas get their shit together, they'll beat Renault, right? They're, now, God, they're struggling over one lap, aren't they? Yeah, but Renault will even, potentially even worse, yeah. right, at, at, in Austria. If they can't get anywhere near their goal for this year, that means they won't get anywhere near their goal for next year. It's a compounding effect. Yeah. How are they going to find... They're not even like three-tenths off. They're fucking one and a half seconds off. How are you going to find that when there's when there's no significant regulation change And we know for it's not year? the driver. And it's not the no, drivers. we know he's Because the drivers are awesome. Right, and I well, say, they reckon they reckon Nico's gone. I reckon he's gone too. They reckon he's out. Do you know how I know? You know how? And I f- yeah, did you hear who the other the suggestion is for his seat? Which will be, I don't know, but you can give me a wacky theory. There's a wacky theory that somebody who is a test driver for a three pointed star team is currently quite bored. And oh, that's Ocon. I reckon that'll happen. You know why? And they reckon he's going to take Nico's seat. I reckon that's not half bad. I'll tell you why. One, Ocon's French. That's big. A big game. right, but I think Mercedes might actually loan him out, much like Red Bull loaned out Carlos Sainz Jr. to to get uh, him trained Renault, up. and just go. You know what? He's bored out of his brain. He needs real life experience, and it doesn't hurt to be in a rivals rivals car, right? Oh, it's good information give, for later. On. I don't give a fuck what any of these drivers or teams say when they say. Ricardo signed a contract to say he doesn't say shit about the Red Bull. You know what? He sits in the Renault and goes, the Red Bull used to be like this. Oh, well, he does That's it. why they hired Ricardo, because they want Ricardo to give feedback on, when I put it on, when I put the brakes on the fucking thing, <laughs> the Red Bull used to do this. The Renault doesn't do that. And how do you, how do you hate, make... Mm-hmm. You guys go and design it, how it goes like that, and then I'll drive it better, right? And apparently Cyril Abitbull has been very complimentary on Daniel at... Big Tom saying, not only is he perform outperforming the car, but he's given them feedback that they've never had before. Yeah, he's a very smart cookie. He might oh. not. Sometimes he doesn't come across as a smart guy, but he's not he's dumb. A, he's not. He's dumb. smart. Mm. Right he, to get to where they are. He's in F1, smart, man. He's a smart cookie, right? There's a lot of stuff going on. That he's to smart. Get you there. He's smart. But I think you're right. I think Nico's going to fuck off too because I get the impression that he sits back and he goes, the team's rallying around Daniel a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's just natural. He's a, he's a new kid on the block, but not only that, he's getting results. Oh, right? He's out-qualified him. Bar one race. Bar, bar two now, because uh, Nico out-qualified him in Austria. Yep. So there's actually two I think Australia and Austria were the two races where he's been out-qualified. But other than that, yes, he's dominating. And in the races, I think it's pretty even, maybe in Daniel's favour. But Nico's been there for a long time. Nico's got the shits with Formula 1 because he's done 150 race plus starts without a podium. And if he can get a, a whiff of going somewhere else, he fucking will. Where he goes to, I don't that's know. There's no where are you going to go. I don't believe the theory of him going to Red Bull. I think that's bullshit. I don't believe it. I think Red Bull, I still maintain Red Bull or get rid of Gasly. Because you know what will happen? I think it's already happened. I think Helmut Marko has gone up to uh, young Pierre and said to him, listen, my friend, we need to have a talk, Right. We're now up to the seven. We're now up to like the midway point of the season or thereabouts. You're getting better, but if you look at the Austrian GP, you are fucking so far behind your teammate in the same he car. Had a good 
not a bad day. You know, no, he didn't have a bad day, but when your teammate, I know he's Verstappen and he's awesome, but he wasn't fucking anywhere near him. He finished, what, seventh? Sixth? Seventh? Yeah. Right? Come on, man. If he had to finish fourth or, or maybe something like this, okay, cool. That's Verstappen. Verstappen's been in the team a lot longer. Verstappen's a freak of nature. He really is, man. Oh, he's I hate brilliant. saying it, but he's brilliant, right? The way he wrestled that car. That's right. Gasly's got nothing on him. Even if Gasly had to finished fourth, fifth, something closer, maybe then they wouldn't have had the conversation. But I'm telling you, they've had the conversation with him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think he's in the shit. I still stand by that. But I don't know who they replace him with. My pick would be put uh, Albon in the car. That's what I'd do. Because I think Albon's been fantastic for Toro Rosso. That's who I'd put in the car. If I was Helmut Marco, I wouldn't be going outside. Why would I go outside? The only problem is you haven't got anyone to backfill... Toro Rosso. You know, I was thinking the other day while we're fucking ranting about shit, Red Bull fucking made two big errors last year. The first one is they let Daniel go, Daniel Ricciardo go, but Daniel would have gone anyway. But they also fucked up Carlos Sainz Jr. because they let him go to Renault and then they did, they dissolved the relationship they've got with Renault with the Honda engines that they've got now. And then they let Carlos Sainz Jr. go to fucking McLaren. He's never coming back now. No, not from McLaren. No. no. Wait, they're on the up. They're, they're on the up. They're brilliant. But you'd rather have now, if you look at it right now, oh. your driver lineup would be Verstappen and Carlos Sainz Jr. in the Red Bull senior team. And you'd say, I know it's volatile, but you'd say to both of them, listen here, you fucks. You paid to do a job. And you I don't fucks. care. Fuck personality. You do, you're doing a job. Right? You're the two best driver that Red Bull have at the moment. You need to sort it out. I don't know how you do it, but you need to grow up. Both of you. Right? And that's Christian Horner's fucking fault. He should have grown a set and gone, I want Carlos in the senior team and Verstappen, you've just got to fucking deal with it. I'm sorry, but they let him go, man. They let him go to Renault, but you know they they loaned him to Renault. They loaned him. And then the proviso was that they get him back at some point if there, if a seat was available in the senior team. But then they said halfway or three quarters of the way through the season last year, oh you're you're a free agent, you can you can sign with Renault. Yeah. We don't want you now. And then of course Renault didn't want him. That was a silly move, I think. They yes. should have kept him. I don't think a seat should have been available for Ricardo. If I'm honest, not at Renault. No, they should have kept Carlos Sainz Jr. and Nico Hulkenberg, and I think they would have been better off because now now Hulkenberg's gone. I don't know where he's going to. I don't know. That's the thing. I reckon he might fuck off in Formula 1 total, period. He might go to D... What is it? DTM or something? DTM, man. Yeah. I reckon he'll fuck off. Because he sounds like a guy that's just had enough. He doesn't sound like anyone who's no. in love with Formula no. 1 at the moment. No. He sounds like he's just had enough. Yeah. I think. I think he's just... Well, wouldn't you be? 150 race plus starts, no podiums. To you're, speak not, of. you're not even on the you're radar. You're not even of the near big... it. You're getting further away. Yeah, he's you're not signed, on the radar of any of the big he's teams. He's signed to Renault. I think this is his third season, is it not? Or second? Third, isn't it? I thought it was third. So he's now been in this fucking team for three years, right? And the idea was he left Force India when it was Force India. He went to Renault. He should never have left Force India. I well, I don't I th- think he had a choice. But I, don't I don't think he had a choice. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you something now. If he had been at Force India, when it became Racing Point, he would have lost because Lance Stroll would have walked in and Sergio Perez would have won that battle because Sergio brings money in, right? That I don't think Nico does. So at the end of the day, I, I think it was the right move for him. But I could tell, I could see why he wanted to do it. Why wouldn't you do it? He's a works manufacturing team supposedly on the up. On the up, yep. Let's sign with him. 
and 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 I'll be better off. But now three three seasons into the fucking thing, they're even worse. They're worse. They're in crisis. They're in fucking crisis. And I'm going to put money on it with a fallout head falling down. <laughs> I'm going to put money on it that that Cyril's gone. I've been saying it to you for months. You have been, and I yeah. And I know I'll probably be wrong. And you know what? The next race will come, which is what the uh, the G, uh, the British GP. And you know what? They'll put it on fucking pole, and they'll get their first race victories, and they'll be on the podium, and they'll that, be on, and 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 that'll be. A, a, no, Suzuka's where Honda's coming up with a new motor, isn't it? I don't know. Seems fortuitous with the uh, Japanese Grand Prix. That's a long way off, though. It's the new motor. It's a long way off. It is, but that's when their new motor's apparently going to get sent out. Is it? That's a long way off, though. Well, We're, they've just given them an update. Yeah, they're giving them an update, yeah. But that's a long way off from from now to the Japanese GP. But I can see them doing it because they want to do well in front of their home crowd. Oh, yeah. As you, you know, know, everyone wants Yes. Yeah. 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 But, look, I, I think they're in fucking crisis, man, and I, I don't know. I think Formula One at the moment is in crisis. I think it Well, really- even though, you know what, everyone says, oh, I... I love how the commentators go, I, I, you know what, fuck, can I tell you something else? Now I am going to whinge and rant in the last two seconds that we've got of this bullshit podcast. How long we called this bullshit for? Hour and 27 minutes. All right, we'll keep going for a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, the first half an hour was north 45, 50 minutes was on Karate Kid. Yeah, but Karate Kid's awesome. <laughs> wax off. He's a fucking bully. Wax off. Fucking bully. Uh, you know what? You've changed my, my view on the world. <laughs> Let me change your view on this little world. I'm a bit disappointed with the coverage of Sky F1 this year because they keep doing stupid camera shots of stupid fucking things. Like, I'm seeing cars that have got no relevance to the race getting shot for like three minutes or five minutes. And I'm like, well, that's not the race we want to see. I want to see this race. I don't think it's Sky F1's fault. I think it's FOM, isn't it? FOM. It's It's FOM. It's whatever. Whoever's running FOM needs to be fucking shot because I'm seeing... And they watch the crowd... While an overtake's being done. I'm yeah, like, what are you... They're f- looking for hot chicks. Yeah, they're looking the for hot chicks in the crowd. Like, what are you doing? Apparently, um, F1 wants to follow the V8 supercars in the media coverage. What does that mean? So, media coverage for F1 is not done by F1, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's done by a media company, comes in, does all the video. Hmm. Within V8 supercars, all video footage is done by V8 supercars. They're V8 supercar... Oh, sorry, supercars employees yep. on the cameras. Yep. They send out the feed. They do all the feed. They do everything. You just so who who, who in the in the brave new world if they do that who who's going to do all the footage again? Sorry, F one F one will do yeah. it internally. Have they got the capability? They're going to have they to get massively it. Massively would have the capability. Because I reckon I, this year I'm not blaming Sky except for one little thing. I'll get to it in a minute. Two little things. In a minute. <laughs> two. Right. I'm fucking ready to rant because I'm telling you now this has been the worst season I've ever seen. Like, it's shocking. It's shocking. Absolutely worst. shocking. Fucking worst. I mean, right? Like, okay, yes, Austria was awesome watching Max Verstappen. But I don't care what Austria, anyone... Austria's been th- the highlight of the year so far. That was one little blip on the radar. The rest has been shit. And you got to feel sorry for people like, you know, a shout-out to him, Pickle Bear, who we discussed. Shout-out to the Pickle Bear. And, yeah, we'd have, we'd all had big chats after the Canadian Grand Prix, and I believe his words were, fuck it, I'm not staying up at night. Oh, fuck, he did, fuck, he, fuck. And there were a few more fucks. He did watch it, though. He did watch he it. He did watch it, yeah. He watched the Austrian GP because he texted me the next morning and said, that was Well, awesome. he watched the highlights. Oh, did he? I thought he watched no, the race. No, he didn't watch the race because I rang oh, him. Oh, right, right, And he didn't right. watch, he watched the highlights and then he was sick, so he watched the race yeah, after he, that. Mate, he's been so sick. 
He rang me one day and he was like coughing so much. I felt I was going to get the flu through the phone. That's how bad it was, man. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It was terrible. Yeah, he's... But, what, but, but as I said to you at lunch, we've started our own Formula One championship on Formula One 2019. Fuck you, pickle bear. Yay. I fucking spoke to you on the fucking phone about this. That's right. We discussed it just because somebody fucking led you down the path of buying it on a PS fucking 4, you fucking Mario. The, control, the controller's hey, how's superior. Fuck. How's the control? It doesn't even have to fuck. Oh, well, let me tell fucking, you. Let me tell you about Fucking PS4 piece of shit controllers. Not made for people who like racing cars. Let me tell you about the Pickle Bear and Formula 2019. Fuck Pickle Bear, Let fuck Formula you. 2019, you fucking bastards. I'm going I'm to whisper and then I'm going to get loud. Because the Pickle Bear already has started some bullshit shenanigans. And in 2012, we had a championship that ended in a Proston Center moment. And in 2019, already, there's some fucking bullshit already. And we're only at China. So it's only a matter of time... Before that little prick starts some bullshit on the track, and it's only a matter of time before I'm talking to you about F1 2019 and how he's run me off the track in order for him to win the fucking championship, and I'm not having it because if he feels, you know what? Tonight he's already texted me. He wants me to go home now when I'm tired after working hard today. I've worked fucking hard doing podcasts all day, all day, mentally taxed. Mentally finished, and he wants me to stand up tonight and fucking play some Formula One 2019. And I've told him I'm not fucking doing it, not doing it, pickle bear, because he takes advantage of it. He takes advantage of it. He does it all the time, pickle bear. He's a fucking, fucking. We discussed this on the phone. I went to a lot of fucking time and effort researching. You know he's going to get really upset with this. He's going oh, to get hurt. Fucking, I'll be, he'll be on the, I love him When's this bits. one going up? Shout, shout out to... Oh, probably 2020. Yeah. No, with the regulations, week 2021. Week after next. Uh, What's the I've got week? a couple of weeks for you. The previous one. Are you going to do the previous one? I don't one? know. I did this one first. All right. So I, I have Wednesday. No, I have no idea. I'm not in the seat. But no. shout out to Pickle Bear. Fuck you, Pickle Bear. <laughs> Love you dearly, love you millions, but we discussed this on the phone. Doesn't matter. And you've, been, you, you, you've let him have a fucking Daniel fucking Cobra Kai moment and he bullied you into PS4. I did a better bullying job. You should have bought I'll the Xbox. What, what's even better is you bullied him into buying an Xbox and then you turn around and you fucking make him buy a game <laughs> on a PlayStation. Do you know how upset he is? Because he goes... Oh, but I want to play it on Xbox because I never play anything on my Xbox. Okay, no, I want to play it on PS4. Fuck it, I want the trophies. Doesn't Danielle always? I see him on on the Xbox. He's playing Forza I'd Horizon say, Four, which is Danielle. Yeah, I'd say he's only using it for Netflix, so he's really pissed. And at Danielle's me. using it yeah. for Horizon. I'm happy to download Twenty Eighteen. Twenty Eighteen's on Game Pass. I've got Twenty Eighteen. I'm gotta hurt that Nathan rejected me like this. You but, see what he, you see what he, you've done to him, Pickle Bear. Rejection is not easy to do with. I know about Especially rejection. when we discussed it, man. I thought we had a thing. I know. didn't know about this discussion. Uh, so you can't blame me. Uh, he, he, should was, have been, he was going away to discuss it with you. He didn't. He just said, okay, He no just problem. folded like a little bitch. You know what? Actually, you I'll, fucking actually, French surrender I'll, monkey motherfucker. I'll tell you what fucking happened to him. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you the fucking story. He rings me uh, and he says... Have you got 2019? I said, yes, I did. I've got it. He goes, is there a co-op mode? I said, actually, I'll be honest with you. I don't know because I picked it up in the shop 
and I looked at it and it didn't say anything about co-op mode. What I didn't realize is it was a league that you've got to create. Mm. So I said to him, I've got it, but I can't tell you. I might have to Google it. And he says, what'd you get it on? I said, a PS4. He goes, oh, I can't open Xbox One. I said, well, mate, I got it on PS4. So he would have been going Xbox One because he would have just got off the phone to me and I would have been saying, yeah, man, get it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. But then he's done his own research and he's gone, oh, actually, it's a league. We can play it. I went, oh, cool, cool. I've already, but I, I said, I'm not going to buy another one, right? And he goes, all right, I'll buy a PS4. There you go. There you go. So you know what this is? Deception after deception. and oh, fucking smoke and mirrors, man. Deception and intrigue and all sorts of bullshit. But you know what? Going back to Formula One briefly before I want to talk to you about one last topic. One last oh. topic for about five minutes. Yeah, because our five-minute conversations work well. They do. <laughs> um. 15 minutes on Cobra Kai. It's been a disaster this season. <laughs> this season has whenever been they try, Whenever they try and do something, whenever something interesting happens, it, it results in a penalty. So even when the drivers want to be ambitious on the track, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be penalised for silly things or exceeding track limits, but they, it's just like put them in bubble wrap. Put them in bubble wrap and don't let them overtake. And when they can't overtake, the cars won't let them. And then let, let's not fucking, you know, let's let's not do anything. Let's follow the leader. That's what it really is. And then when you want to watch the shit, FOM, F-O-M, their coverage is fucking awful, this shit. It's the worst I've ever seen it. They focus on the wrong fucking cars at the wrong time. And then they shoot to the crowd when someone's doing an overtake or something interesting happens. I don't fucking care about the crowd. I like right? somebody, somebody said, um, what would Bernie have done? Yeah, Bernie would have done a lot. And then the, like, quite simply, just says he would have dragged them by the hair yeah, he would have. and just told them what was happening. Yeah. He wouldn't have given them the options. The, the problem with Bernie was it was a bit, a bit it was too... A dictatorship. It was Formula a dictatorship. One needs to be a dictatorship. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't. The, re- the reality is the FIA is responsible for the rules. Yes. But the teams should not be allowed to make those rules up. And then Look, go to the FIA and say, here's what we want to do. And unless you let us do this, we won't be part of your competition. And the FIA should really be big enough and ugly enough and have the balls to say, no, it's our competition. It's not your competition, no, you're teams. Just here. You're just here. It's our competition. Because the last time we checked, you pay us a fee to enter the competition. Apart from, I believe, Ferrari. They're the only team that don't pay it. But every team, and Renault get a discount too. Because Renault organised that deal with Bernie. They wanted a discount because they believe they're historically um, significant. Did you know that? Do you know Renault get a discount on that? Shouldn't Mercedes also be no, historically no, significant? No, they were out of it for a long time. They were out yeah, of it for a long time. Yeah, but in terms of racing. No, no, it doesn't matter. No, Renault have been in it longer. Hmm. A lot longer. Mercedes, I mean, they, they talk up. Look, don't get me wrong, Mercedes are a great team. But you got to remember, they haven't been around since the, what? When was the accident? They 54? had the accident. Uh, the ac- yeah, they, they killed people in the crowd and they pulled out. And that out. wasn't even Formula One. That mm. was uh, the early Le Mans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they pulled, pulled out. out of the... They, for, uh, coming back uh, into wheel, F1 A is, wheel went into the crowd and killed people mm. and they were so upset by it. There was a whole out. car. A whole, was it the whole car or a wheel? Wheel, a wheel and car. A okay. whole lot. Killed massive amounts yeah. of people. Mm. Which is probably, you know, maybe two. But yeah. It, it no, it was a lot of people It died. was a few, and they pulled yeah. out of all motorsports mm. worldwide, yeah. everything. They pulled out. And it's only what? When did they come back? Uh, I want to say Six, it was... seven years ago. So Braun, Braun was 2009. Nine. 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 Braun was 2009, but 2010 they became uh, Mercedes. Yes. Yeah, so there was, wasn't... There that, was only that, one season. Formula. That's a Formula One, though. Jensen been... Button... 
2009 world champ. He was. So it was 2010 yeah. they took it. That, yeah. So they became Mercedes in 2010. And that's when Shumi, Shumi, yeah, 2010, 11, 12. Yep. yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Thank yep. you. Yep. I'm back now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, so at the end of the day, it's it's a debacle. I don't know what what's going to happen with it. I think it'll be the same when I, I speak to you again. Maybe they'll turn it around. But long story short, my prediction right now before the silly season, right now I'm pulling it out of my ass because I don't know. I think Hulkenberg will go. And I think I think fucking Cyril Abipal is going to go too. I don't think you can be there that long and make those amount of promises and, and, and live to tell the tale. I don't think you can. I really don't. So I wonder who's going to... I wonder. I don't know. I don't I'm know. Like, no, look, I'm I reckon thinking. They'll, I reckon they'll hire someone from outside. I, oh, you, well, heard you, Paddy, know, you heard Paddy Lowe's gone too, haven't you? He's going to Williams. No, Paddy Lowe's gone. Gone. He let. He, he went to Williams and he's left. Yes, he has. He fucking resigned. No bullshit. Since I spoke to you. Look at him go. He's on the iPad. <laughs> I know more than Rocket <laughs> Russell does about F1. No, no, no. Because it's right here. Paddy Lowe's gone, mate. Uh, da, 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 da. Paddy Lowe's gone. Hang on, just, just. I saw it like we're still fine for time. Da, da, da. Do, 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 oh no, do. I was thinking Patrick Fry. Sorry. No, you think yeah, no, no. Fry, Fry's no. going to Williams. So He's te- leaving McLaren's and going. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Paddy Lowe, I think, was technical director. Yes. He's gone from Williams. It was at a. It's been a debacle since he went. I don't know why he went to Williams. I don't who, know why. Who would make that decision? Well, he went from Mercedes to Williams, and it was a disaster. Who would do that? I don't know. I, and I think Patrick Head's gone. Fuck off. You've killed us. Right, and so he's gone now. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to pull it out of my ass. My boy. My next boy. I think he goes to Reno. I was just about to say, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. So I, the, uh, people wondering, we're talking about George Russell, uh, young F2. He was the champion for F2 last year, wasn't he? Did he win it or did he not? I think he did win the F2 last year. Um, has been in Williams. And look, for being in a... Sh- Oh, he's awesome, George Shit Russell. Shit team. He, yeah, he's been every great. Every answer, every interview, he has been brilliant. I mean, knowing knowing that your car's not going to be faster for mm. at least a few more months, they're talking towards the end of the year, they may get some upgrades. He's still being chipper. He needs to get out of Williams. I think I think he might end up at... Um, I'm, I'm going to pull shit out of my ass again. I wouldn't be surprised if what you said about Ocon's true. I wouldn't be surprised if Mercedes come to him and say, "Do you want to be a test driver or a reserve driver for us? Get the fuck out of that team, Williams." And then if something ever happens to Bottas, no, I, I don't know, I man. Know I'm pulling it out of my ass. I know, but test drivers a dead end job nowadays. It's not like back in the heyday where you know a test driver was actually testing cars. A test drive. Well, there's what? no test days. That's there's the no problem. test days. Mm. That's the other fucking the, thing yeah, that shits me. Hour and a half of the, that's the, the other FB1 thing. is now considered testing. But that's the thing that's killed Formula One. I'm sorry, it has. I'll tell you the two big things that have killed it, right? Three, aerodynamics, the fact that engines are limited to fucking, uh, they have to do a, what, a, a maximum of uh, three engines a year. That's killed them. That has killed them. I actually and saw the, a thing and the, on that. And the other one is they can't do enough testing. So they can't catch up. They're not allowed to catch up. I actually saw a brilliant thing regarding all that and the cost. So now a Formula One motor is actually considered the most technically advanced motor in the world as well as one of the most reliable motors mm. in the world. And somebody was asking, so how much does that cost? It, it, it costs you, more than an unreliable motor that uh, they used to have. Remember well, that? They used to fuck it, fuck it, we'll change it. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's what they're saying is 
the cost of engineering yep. that motor to be so damn yep. reliable has that outweighed I mean the reason yep. they did it was to cut costs it has but to They've actually added costs. That, yep. They've yeah. actually had to research yep. a hell of a lot more, which has put their costs through the mm-hmm. roof. Whereas the old detonator motors, they yep. were... And this is why they've, they've boxed themselves into a corner. You've taken away their ability to just change engines when they feel like it because yeah, that offsets the cost of creating an engine that's that reliable, right? And you've taken away test days, which don't give drivers an opportunity to learn cars and all the rest yeah, what, of it. Six test days a year. Yep. Though, and it? And it also, it also has been an inhibitor for teams to catch up to the faster teams. Well, right? that's it. You know, teams so like- you're fucking snookered. There is no way anyone can catch Mercedes this year because there's no fucking test days. Well, not uh, an, uh, enough but, of them. Oh, but we do it on a simulator now. That's Fuck bullshit. simulator's different. Exactly yeah, right. It's shit. You right? can do all the and work now you they're want talking on a about, And now they're talking about potentially taking away practice sessions. Well, when are the fuck people going to be able to drive cars in? They're not. Right? And then Cost I hear, cutting needs then to I get hear, to a point where it's like... Uh, you and know. then I hear some bullshit dumb remarks from fucking David Croft, who's shit as a commentator, telling me that he wants no practice sessions because he wants to make the races more unreliable. Well, you know how you make your races more unreliable? You allow teams to fucking test shit, right? That's what used to happen in the old days, you fuck. You used to be allowed to test shit... Then the cars became more even in the playing field. And then when they got to race day, you had different teams vying for fucking wins. But now you can't let teams practice uh, as well as test. Much money. Oh. Uh, fucking, you're going to have some team get, get it right and that's it. No one can catch up. That's what's going to happen. But I'm telling you now to finish off Formula One, I'm telling you that's what's going to happen. I think, I think Renault is going to have a shake-up, a big fucking shake-up. And I'm right about Paddy Lowe, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. He's gone. Yep. Paddy himself decided to leave. He says on personal grounds, which I, I say is bullshit. He was told to fuck off. And you know who told oh, him to fuck off? Because this is an interview with George Russell. He's going, I think the question is better asked to Claire Williams. Yeah, she, I told you. Mm. But no, I don't think it was her. I'm telling you now she hasn't got the guts. It happened very, very close to Patrick Head coming back. When Patrick Head got announced as coming back to uh, Williams, yep. Paddy Lowe mysteriously took leave. Obviously, they're not best friends. No. So oh, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. And I'll tell you what, Claire Williams never had a problem with pa- uh, Paddy Lowe. Paddy Lowe was with, by her side on the pit wall right up until suddenly, miraculously, fucking Sir Patrick Head came back in the, in the pit garage. As soon as Patrick Head came back, Paddy Lowe fucked off. Did you- oh, I'm not a, I don't have to be a detective oh, to work yeah. that out. You know what I mean? Like, did you have you um, oh, what's his name, old designer, Gordon, McLaren? I don't know, Jeff Willis. No, no, no. Oh God, what's Adrian it? Newey. No, no. Do you, who designed the the McLaren road car? I don't know, man. I don't know. It, you'll know the name as soon as I say it. Road car. Gordon, Gordon, Gordon Murray. Yep. You know the name, yes. Yeah, roughly. I'm not. I'm not too good with road cars. No, so no, he's a Formula One dude. I don't know much about. I don't know all the designers going around. Oh, so he from was, the heyday that is. He was from the heydays. He was from the early, early heydays. He was around with Brabham. Oh, yes, that's. I, I'm not too familiar um, with. He those. was in ground yeah, was, effect cars and all yep. of that. Oh, it was just, sorry. It was a side note. It was an interview. Interesting interview with him the other week. And he was even he's saying aerodynamics on cars nowadays is just. I, you don't have to be a rocket scientist, man. I'm telling you, you don't. No. Especially if you've watched it as long as you and I have, and you can go back to like you said, watch any video, and they're all on YouTube, by the way. Watch a video from 2003 
two, whatever. And yeah, Ferrari dominated, but fuck, it was a toss-up between McLaren, Williams. That's it. At the uh, end of the day, you knew there was going to be somebody going to win. Somebody but who? was, but who? Who? Right? Whereas and now had, you know somebody's going to win. And the question what? is, will it be Bottas or will it be Hamilton? And isn't it funny? Isn't it a bit weird? That back in those days they had more testing. They they could change their Detonator engines. motors. They had more engines mm-hmm. they could change. Isn't isn't that funny? Different tire that the racing different tire manufacturers. I went on about that bullshit. They need another tire manufacturer to mix it up. Give us a fucking instead of uh, Pirellis, give us Michelin's and Pirellis. Put, get Bridgestone back into the fucking. Get three different. Oh, I'd love to see Gucci come back. Get, that's what they had back in you those days. You should be able days. to have any brand you want. No, okay. well, no, because they, they won't commit to that. They have to agree on it's that. Too much money. Too much that's money. A problem. No, but I do think so that's it, the problem nowadays. Is gone are the days. I think this is a major fundamental problem with the world today. Companies don't make decisions anymore. Shareholders make yeah, decisions. Right. Yeah. Shareholders need to take a yeah. fucking good hard look at themselves. I'm not a shareholder. I'm not that rich. Yeah. They're killing things, you know, because mm. it's all about giving me a bit of a dividend yeah. back to my shares. Back in the day, you know, fuck, for Ferrari to sink four or five hundred million into a year was nothing. But now that's why. Not now but I'm going to go back to my point. What you just said is why serial people will go. Because a shareholder doesn't care about what he's done or what he hasn't done. They'll look at their shareholders invested in the Renault Corporation or whatever they're called or listed on the stock exchange or whatever stock market is around the world, in, right? The point is, they've invested heavily in the program. They're sinking money into it. What return have they got? Now, they've just decided they're going to stay in the fucking thing, but they're going to say, the people that are in charge of this program are not performing. If you don't perform in your job, or any job, your boss comes to you and says, you either fix it or you fuck off. And I'm telling you now, he's probably had the conversation of fix it. And the guy's killed himself because he keeps making promises that have not come true. Every year he says, we're building the foundations of a house. What killed him this year, at the end of the winter testing, he said, we have put everything into the house. We've built the foundations. We've built the house. We're ready to go. And they're worse than they've ever been. And maybe it's a stroke of bad luck that they've had, but they've got the two best drivers on the grid, in my opinion, at least in Ricardo, one of the best. And Hulkenberg, if he gets confidence and picks on his, his day, he's, on his day, he's unbelievable. But he just needs that. He just needs something to motivate him because he's. I can tell now he's fucking over it. Who what? else runs Mercedes engines? That's what I'm trying to work out in my head. I can't remember. Mercedes Williams. Oh, in terms of teams, mm. uh, Racing Point have got Mercedes. Williams have got Mercedes, and obviously the works manufacturer have got Mercedes engines. Mm. And, and again, engines aren't as big a factor as they were in 2014 because Renault and Honda have definitely closed the gap to, and Ferrari as well, have closed the gap to Mercedes, which I think are clearly... The, the gap's not ever been that big with Ferrari, I think. Oh, it was in 2014. The motor's mm. been fine. I think it's more aerodynamics. No, I'm talking about 2014. Oh, in okay. 2014, the engines were way behind. Yeah, they were horrible. They were horrible, right? Start of the hybrid. Yeah. Mm. So now it's come down to not so much engine power. It's come down to downforce. chassis, downforce, yeah. mechanical yeah. grip. saying is downforce. Everyone's having troubles getting downforce. Mechanical grip. Tire, switching the tires on that's the other fucker well that's the downforce Appar- yeah but they apparently they can't get their tire temperatures up and running in a quick for a quick flying lap which is qualifying. downforce which yeah. is downforce yeah. all it that all shit again I don't know downforce. I don't know this stuff you know but all I'm saying is you wouldn't have these problems I don't think as much if you were allowed to do more testing days 
They've fucking got their hand tied behind their back. And you're right, they've got simulators coming out of their ass, they've got supercomputers super running numbers, but none of it fucking helps them as much as putting a car on a track and going, drive around that fucking thing, do 100 laps today and tell me what the thing feels like. We put all these parts on it that are brand new, tell yeah. me what it did. Well, they're doing that on the fly on the track now, you know? They're, and that's that, what they're using. And you know what? That's for. the fuck up because practice sessions have become test days and so have races. Races have become test days now and it's suffer and the public, we, the viewer, are suffering for it because they put a new part on the car and they go, oh, fuck, that didn't work. Well, that's like, you well, know? I sat down with Jess the other night and watched the FP1. Why is, there, why is that dude painting odd stuff on the car? Because it's a practice session a, now. And then she... Uh, in terms Red, of a test session. Red Bull come out and they had the, you know, the... Um, the, uh, the aero thing, yeah. The, yeah, the big mesh things they put on... What the fuck is yep. that on a car? I'm yep. like, that's uh, it's measuring you the aerodynamics. You would never have seen that in the day, man. When they had proper test set, test days and they had heaps of them, hmm. all that shit would have been done in that and in secret. Now they've got to do it in public. But you know what? If I pay a uh, couple of hundred bucks to go see the Formula One, I don't want to fucking see that shit. I want to see cars race. And I want to see more competitive cars. And if my car at the start of the season shit, how am I going to catch that up? I can't. No. And I've spent more money on fucking engines that don't detonate. Who gives a shit? But you know what? Simulators. Ask me, the spectator that's watched it for over 25 fucking years, and I'll tell you, I used to like watching engines blow the fuck up going down a pit, down a pit straight. That was awesome. When you used to watch engines shit themselves or fucking smoke and, and pray that dri- the driver could make it to the end of the race, that was awesome. I wanted to see that. Now you don't see shit. Now fuck it's this. Engines used to blow their gasket every fucking race. It was awesome. And then you'd see other cars slip on the oil. That was even better. <laughs> it's like throwing banana peels down, isn't it? Anyway, that's, cars. A, that's a state of play for F1. Very quickly before we fucking piss this podcast off. And we've worked very hard this weekend and I'm busting for a piss. E3, when you were last here, we talked about E3 for a bit. I just want to say I'm the legend of the world and I picked pretty much everything except for Phil, Spence, Phil Spencer's fucking T-shirt. And what they end up calling the Xbox thing. Well, you know what's happened? I'll tell you the two things I got wrong. Phil Spencer's T-shirt and the Xbox Scarlet reveal, I got slightly wrong. Not the fact that they revealed it. The fact that originally the big rumor was Microsoft were going to have two consoles. And what's just come out in the last day, oh, day at the time of this recording is Microsoft have appeared to have junked the uh, Lockhart console which was the weaker cheaper yeah, entry, level. entry level yeah, and then right on. they seem to have junked that in favor of keeping their big anaconda behemoth console but what appears to have happened is is that they may be sticking to two SKUs, but one of them is a pure streaming one right so they're going to offer a pure pure streaming console right and a traditional console so that's the latest fucking rumor. Now, is that true? I don't know. But that's what I've just heard the last Wouldn't day or two. Because I, I was surprised at the end of E3 that, I mean, all the all the forums and everything leading up to it were saying there was definitely two consoles. They reckon at the very, very last minute, the very last minute, someone pulled the plug on it. Like, the thing is ready to go, but someone's pulled the plug on it because they've gotten nervous over the fact that 
they heard some feedback that people are confused as to what's what what do you mean two consoles they also reckon they got nervous with it because of the success or lack thereof of the steam machine now i don't know if you know what the steam machine was well the steam machine was going to be multiple devices powered by the steam operating system and no one could work out what the fuck that what what it was because one would cost a hundred bucks and another one would cost fifteen thousand right i'm exaggerating but there were so many variables in the price as well as specification no one could work it out and so people started saying this sounds like the steam machine or better yet i'll go one better you fucks because i can remember you you fucking ingrates the 3do back in 1993 and the 3do was manufactured by different corporations panasonic was one sanyo was another one there were some others as well basically the same innards but different manufacturers would license the hardware right by the 3do corporation and everyone went what the fuck's this and couldn't understand it and the steam machine was a bit like that even though they used different specs and so microsoft got cold feet over it because they started getting compared to that bullshit and that it appears they've pulled the pin although who knows they may reverse that as well this looks like they pulled the pin and might go back to a traditional console which happens to be the anaconda which is more in line with the ps5 but having said that developers are saying what they've seen is the ps5 might be more powerful than the anaconda who fucking knows right but only yesterday people are coming out and saying microsoft looked like they're going to release a streaming box and my takeaway from e3 this year pull me up if i'm wrong pull me up was I picked, it was so predictable this year. That's why I predicted it. E3 is fucking dead, folks. It's fucking over, uh, man. that is. It is so over. You know why it's over? I predicted everything. Because I'm not because I'm smart. It's because they've got nothing to fucking say. You know why they've got nothing to say? Because everybody else can get that information in half the time. Mm-hmm. With half the, we're not even moving from their sofa. You don't need a press conference like that anymore unless you do it online as a streaming thing like Nintendo, Nintendo do yep. and what Sony does now with State of Plays. You don't need a conference anymore. Sony didn't need to fucking be there. It was so obvious this year. Microsoft, everything they said, the media, the industry, <clears throat> excuse me, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were going to say before they even said it. Yep. And I sat back watching E3 this year and I went... This is so irrelevant now. It's actually wasting my fucking time. I'd it say- was so boring. It was so bad, right? And I'm not going to sound... I, don't, I know I'm sounding entitled and ingrateful, but it was bad, right? I, I did E3 at 1.5 playback speed, so it sounded like they were chipmunks. That would make it more interesting. Yeah. It was a bit more interesting. But I'll tell you what I got right, though. I got the uh, Game, Game Pass. Pass Ultimate. I called, it Game, I called it Platinum. You did? But I got the... The idea, right? You and and I, okay. On a side note, yep. I look at you because you know who you fucking work for. What a fucking debacle that fucking thing is. Yes. So give it to him. Rant. So, I thought, you know what? I get an email from Xbox saying, "Hey, upgrade to the ultimate. You get it across both your PC and your thing." And I'll, you know what? Are oh, you going to offer it to me for a dollar for the first month? Done. I'm paying what ten ninety five a month anyway for Game Pass, which I think is but a you waste are, of it, fucking money because you don't put fucking games up there. Continue. Well, so you you are now fitting the mo- the model that Sony's come out with with a PS five, because Sony have come out and said we will still have independent games on our platform, but we're not catering to that anymore. We're going to cater to the more 
triple A hardcore audience. That's our that's our bread and butter. They've said it, right? That's what they want. And I thought, you know what? I see that now because Game Pass. I still like it. I st- I subscribe to Ultimate, right? But you're right. If I go on there, there's nothing new. No, there's well, there's stuff there's that the, I'm there's, not interested there's, in. There's the there's not even that. I mean, I'm look. I'm being I, gentle. I will put my hand up at I'm the moment. I'm being gentle. I'm being. And quiet. I will say that yeah. I have just bought a copy of, and I'm about to get ridiculed in a big way. So this this proves that I will fucking play anything. I'm playing Farming Simulator 19 on my Xbox at the moment. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Easy achievements or what? No, they're not easy. It's a prick of a game. No, no achievements that unlock. Yeah, there's achievements. Yeah, yeah. But do you get? Are I don't they think easy? You get anything? No. Oh fuck that game now. So you, I will play anything. That that is proven by my purchase this week of that game. There's nothing on that fucking game. Pass. You know the and direction. And getting it getting it onto your PC. Now this is the fucking. Oh yes, that's your rent. Go it's for not it. available yet. Oh well. It no, is it is now. That was oh, it's big, available. Now that's what I got wrong. Sorry, hold that for a second. That's what I got wrong because I said they'd do something with the Windows Store and update it. Their big announcement was putting Game Pass on the PC. It's on its own. But I knew it's they'd do own. something with PC. It looks mm-hmm. like the Game Store. It's yeah. just it's yeah. like running your phone in dark. Yeah, so when you I know, installed it, I needed to update Windows first. And wasn't that a fucking debacle? <laughs> How did yours go with the update? Mine was fine. Mine wasn't. Yeah. He's texting me going off. He's losing his fucking mind over it. Mine didn't. So it's the 1903 mm. update. Yep. I think they've referred to it as. Yep, the March update. I've got. It, I mean, look, it's a year and a bit old, but it's a, you know mm. it's a 1080 Ti, 11, 13 gig graphics. Yeah, you got a beast. Yeah. I've got a fucking beast of a PC, and it kept going. You yeah, know, there's an error. Fuck off. You're not downloading this. Reboot. Tried to re-download it. Mm. Finally, after about the fifth attempt. And a day and a half later, because I'd got the shits with it, it's finally downloaded. Mm. Now I've There's found a forced download mechanism to get it down. I know that's what yeah, I was trying to do. Was yeah. the I'm yeah. fairly savvy with computers. Yeah. I was trying to force it in there. Yeah. It wouldn't do it. It kept coming mm. up with errors, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm being too much of an early adopter. You know, I mm. back out for a day because that makes me so much of an older adopter by waiting that whole day, mm-hmm. and it worked. But every time you fucking click on something, if it's not on that front page, if you try to navigate anywhere, and it, this it is, fails, it breaks. This is yeah. happening as of this morning as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it fucking, fucking breaks. It's balked. It's like, oh, sorry, All something went broken. wrong. Fucking happening. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm paying a dollar. Fuck you, Microsoft, for charging me a dollar for broken shit. <laughs> and this is why. I choose to game on console because I cannot be fucked oh, with well, it. This is, I uh, can't be... F- you know what? The Xbox One X is... I think or- you're at 775 days since you've been seen on a certain store. Yeah, because well, I don't want to know about it. You know, because I, I, I'm going to go to that debate with Sassy Sahini because I promised her I'd do that. But I had that debate with uh, Sirius Sam and shout out to Sirius Sam. The point is, is that if the, the Xbox One X is good enough for me, Right now. Objectively, PCs are way better, right? They are. I'm not going to argue it. But when I deal with that bullshit, I can't be fucked. I don't care how powerful my graphics card is. I don't care how my dick, my bit, my big, big, my dick is with a fucking RAM. I don't care because I'm dealing with bullshit. And that's all I ever do with fucking the PC. Every time I turn it on to watch Chatterbait and fucking exercise my demons, I have to get a fucking update. Exercise the demons. I can't help it. It shits me. I can't deal with it. And I'm just like, fuck it, I'd be better off turning on the Xbox. Even the fucking Xbox has the audacity to say to me, 
multiple times over the last couple of weeks. Oh, I can't find your internet connection. Go fuck yourself. And I'm like, hang on. Everyone put shit on fucking Sony with a PSN and they deserve it because up until about a couple of months ago, I couldn't change my PSN profile from I suck ass and lick dicks 69. That profile that I had, no, I didn't, you fucks, but I'm going to say I did because you look it up, you ingrates. You know you fucking will. <laughs> and I changed it, right, but I never had problems connecting the PSN, but Xbox uh, Live all of a sudden goes, I can't find it. I, I don't was, know what I, I don't was, know what you're talking about. I'm like, I was in the middle of Formula One eighteen the other day. And it's on Game Pass. I've yeah, downloaded mm-hmm. it on Game yeah. Pass. Doesn't I'm, know what you're talking about, does it? I'm halfway through a race. Yep. Racing along, battling, and all of a sudden I'm kicked back to the home screen and it goes, You don't have a game pass. Yeah, How you the don't fuck own are it. you playing this game? Yep. I'm like I've had that. You don't own it. And then it says, you know what it's, you know what I love? It goes, I don't know who you are. Okay, what do you mean you don't know who I am? I'm the fucking prick that sat through bullshit E3s multiple fucking times in my fucking Xbox 360 when I had the fucking connect and you lied to me, you And you have the audacity with that fucking connect with the connector malls and all that bullshit and I've got all my stuff carried over and my gamer points carried over to this cock of a fucking system called the Xbox One and you have the audacity to say I don't know who you are I don't know who you are every time I load that fucking cock of a console it says I don't know who you are and I've tried resetting it I've re- I've fucking rebooted it I've done all sorts of I've deleted my account on it I've put it back on and it still says and last week was the fucking best last week I actually wanted to download Metro Exodus which is on the uh, is that any good? very good especially on the Xbox One X it really is good, right? I don't think it's the best Metro game. I think Metro Last Light was superior, but that also is on Game Pass. Oh. And so I highly recommend that game. I really do. And I thought because it doesn't cost me anything, I'll download it. already played it on the PS4, but I'll try and see what it looks like on the uh, on the Xbox One X because I know it is superior than the PS4 Pro. And I played it, and I, and I went, okay, I'm going to have a go at it. I don't know who you are. <coughs> And I go, who, what the fuck do you mean you don't know who I am? Well, you don't log and in then, often and enough. And then I logged in and it goes, I'm trying to find you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are, what the fuck is this shit? And I, I, this is why I, I couldn't stand it. I'm fucking done. You don't understand. I'm like fucking Star Trek Discovery with this shit, <laughs> with the Xbox One. It is Star Trek Discovery as a console. I'm fucking done with it. I'm so over that console. I'm going to fucking get a very good friend of mine with a cock in the accent on this fucking podcast to talk about how shit that fucking system's been. And now I can't even connect to the internet. You know what fucking spent half an hour doing an internet uh, test session or whatever it was saying to me you're not connected to the ethernet you don't have an ethernet connection you don't have an internet connection oh really well let me load up my fucking PS4 it doesn't seem to have a fucking problem yet all you fucking Microsoft worshipping seem to have no problem at all Telling me that PSN is shit. Well, let me tell you about PSN. It's never fucked me once. But fucking Microsoft has many a fucking time. And Game Pass is a great example of that because I'll download shit on Game Pass and it says, well, you don't have Game Pass. You know what my favorite is? When you fucking renew it, it says... What a debacle that was. It goes, what are you talking about? I fucking love... You know what I fucking love? I fucking texted him in a fucking rage. When Game Pass first came out, I fucking subscribe to it like an idiot. And normally you'd expect after it's deducted your PayPal account to give you a message saying, uh, 
correct, uh, whatever it is, uh, correctly updated, or you are now a Game Pass member, something. Oh no, nothing. Dick, nada. It fucking just sat there. But it deducted my PayPal account, didn't it? Four fucking times I did this fucking thing, and it deducted my PayPal account four fucking times. And yet people tell me that Microsoft is superior in every fucking way when it comes to this bullshit, and yet I can't get one fucking simple transactions out of them. Well, I can't and even like navigate you, around their fucking app on and their like computer. You, and like fucking you... Exactly like you, I download a Game Pass game that I'm entitled to with my fantastic Game Pass Ultimate full of fucking indie trash that's on there. And then it says to me, I didn't play it on 360. Why the fuck do I want to play it on Xbox One? Exactly fucking right. How many times have I said that to people? I've got an Xbox One X. I'm glad I'm playing a 16-bit game from 1990. I'm fucking really glad it's in HDR. It might be a great game, but I'm fucking done with it. So I'm quite happy that Sony's come out and said, you know what? Yeah, we'll have indie games on there, but they're not our focus. Go fuck yourself. That happy to hear it because I don't want to play that shit. I don't. I really don't. I'm fucking over it. And I'm fucking done buying a game on Game Pass and it says, I don't know who you are. I fucking don't know who you are. Where's your account? Oh, fuck, it was here yesterday, you fucking cock-sucking prick. At least you haven't you had know, it. At least you tonight, that's it. for sure. At least you haven't had it halfway through a game whilst you're mid No, I've never had that. That, that, that was the weirdest. I, I just was, completely forgot You know why? Because I bet you lost your internet connection for nope. a second. Did not lose internet connection at oh, I mean, all. No, I mean, Xbox Live probably lost, maybe dropped out or something. But I've had... Because you've got to be connected to play that shit, yeah. right? And that's the problem. This is why I don't like subscription services, because that's what's going to happen. If you can't connect to the internet or some bullshit, some bullshit like that's going to happen to you. And you know what? Your streaming service, Google, you can quote me now, you fucks. I hope you listen to it. You can shove it up your ass. I don't fucking want it. You can shove your Stadia up your Stadia-sized c***. I don't fucking want it. I don't want to hear about it. I'm fucking done. And you'll quote me on this. If it comes to streaming for everything, I'll go back to PC. I'll go back to PC. And if PC says to me, I've got to go stream on that bullshit, you know what I'll fucking do? I'll fucking pull out my Atari 2600 and you can all go get fucked, you fucking ungrateful c***. I'm fucking done with it. And look at Jason Relaxation going, I'm fucking over it. But going back to my point in E3, what a debacle. Debacle, debacle, debacle. Microsoft show is shit. I predicted fucking everything on that. Everything. Except Phil Spencer's fucking t-shirt. And I'm not Nostradamus. I'm not a fucking industry insider. I'm just a fat fucking bald nerd that has too much time on his hands and can fucking watch YouTube videos. And I fucking piece together all that bullshit in five minutes. And yet they spend an hour and a half telling me shit that I don't care about. I don't care about it. Game past this, game past that. What for fucking what? Put some fucking games on it. And the games they're putting on it, by the way, the games, the studios they've purchased are going to be primarily pumping out games as quick as they can to fill that fucking Game Pass subscription. You know that, don't you? They'll, it's all about It's going to be fucking like it, chucking up apartments in it's Sydney. Quantity ver- gonna crumble. Yep. It's going to be shit. Quantity versus quality is their mantra. And I get it. If you've got a subscription service like they've got, you want to promote, you've got 700 plus games. That's great. But tell me what they fucking are. Yeah, we've got right? 100 plus games and 98 of them I'll be are fair Xbox to them. 360. I'll be fair to them now. Once in a while, they'll put up a great game like Metro Exodus, which came out earlier this year. That is good. That's great, right? But that's one little weed in a fucking field of fucking bullshit. Yeah? 
Am I right or wrong? You're right. Look um, at him cringe. Look at him not say anything. Look at that fucking. Look at his overlord. He wants to disconnect us. You know that Rocket Russell. Oh, he's he's sick of us streaming. Yeah, he's done. No, I'm just thinking this is going to take a lot of editing. No, it's not. I think we only said one or two c words that require. I've the tried super to. Main. I've tried to personally. You know. Look at him. Down. He's had enough. You know what? So have I. Was there anything else we wanted to say about E3 or anything else in general? No. No. I actually, just on a complete side note, I just remembered something that I did want to mention from our earlier podcast. Mm. In watching that documentary, did you notice the computer system he was running in the in the lab? No. He was running a Cray. Really? Hmm. What are you guys talking about? The, the, I just nerded out on a big t- in a big way with him. Hmm. Cray is. I don't know what. Cray is f- one of the biggest supercomputers in the yeah. world. There's only what last I heard there was only five or six in existence mm-hmm. of the Cray's. Um, one of them was FBI, mm-hmm. Australian Defence Force. Uh, I think the American one of the like another American Defence Force. So there's only it's the biggest of all. I'll tell you supercomputers. what. The only supercomputer I give a shit was Whopper. In War Games, 1983. <laughs> With Matthew Broderick. Yep. Fancy a nice game of chess. That's a fucking good Fancy one. Fancy a game. Are we right. done? Are we we said, are done. We said we're, we're, we're well done, mate. We're in two hours, ten minutes. So. Oh, you can chop out a couple of things, you fucking ingrate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look at him. It, we, we, we've upset him now. We've upset him. You haven't upset me at all because I fucking agree with everything you're saying. I'm just telling the truth. Game Pass on the PC when I finally got it to work after downloading Windows, you know, 1903, which took me a day. Um, Would have taken you. See, when I got it, it was quite quick, but it was just getting it there. It's a computer just kept freaking out. So I I didn't have that issue, but when you get there and it's like there is literally nothing A on it and B everything you you to somewhere, it's fucking shit. I thought that was just me, so I gave up. I haven't actually loaded it. Look, I'll tell you what. I'm just going to focus on Microsoft because overall E3 was shit this year. It was absolutely shit. There's no one else there. No, it didn't matter if Sony was there or not. The other publishers and developers that were there were shit. It was shit. No, it was shit. It was yeah. shit this year. Bethesda, my, shit. Yeah, oh, terrible. Worst fucking conference they had. <laughs> Worst. EA, terrible. God awful. Bethesda, fucking terrible. Bethesda was oh, such what? a Todd Howard has the fucking audacity to come out and yet another fucking leather jacket insult me. So that, it is the same leather jacket. It's the same leather, leather jacket, the brown one. He fucking loves that. But you know what? I called that too. Didn't I tell you that they'd promote? Fallout 76 and say oh we know there's a few problems but we're going to give you it to free I fucking called it and I also called it when I said that they'd promote the fuck out of it and say oh look at all these wonderful patches and updates we've got for it look at all these DLC that's coming out for it look at all the free shit we're giving you oh it's a shit game that you've already fucking charged but they can't go back on there they they, they can't lose Mm -hmm. face and I fucking called it right Bethesda were awful EA were awful Ubisoft were okay okay sort of average Maybe a couple of games I gave a fuck about. And then there was what else? Um, I'm trying to think. Nintendo had the best fucking show. They, they weren't do. even there. They weren't even there. They always have the best they, show. They were, Microsoft, they could have fucking taken advantage of Sony not being there and they didn't do fucking shit. There wasn't one thing on that show that would have kept anyone at Sony up at night. I'm telling you no. now. Not one fucking thing. And I just went, this is god awful. E3's dead. Mm. I give it maybe yeah. two or three years. It's gone. It's gone. It's over for it. Uh, you think it's that long? I think maybe two years tops. Yep. That's uh, it. You know why I say that? Because next year they'll take advantage of the new consoles coming out. So they'll probably be back there saying, 
we announced the consoles last year, 2019. I think Sony will announce it later on this year. And then they'll come out in 2020 and they'll actually it'll be show for, shit. It'll be out for Christmas. Yeah, next year. Yeah, 2020. That's what they're going to do. Guarantee yeah. it. So E3 is relevant next year. But after that, I give it maybe one year. But by 2022, mark my words, it's fucking dead. Done. Done and dusted. Like this fucking podcast. Let's call it. We're calling call it? it? Busting call for it. a piss. Busting I'm busting for a piss. piss. Thank you, Rocket Russell, for coming in. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jason Relaxation, for being you. Don't go with changing. Thank you for the two people that have been listening to this bullshit podcast. Thank you for Mum for letting us use your basement. I'm sorry I ran into that karate kid. I can't help it. I fucking wanted to punch Daniel LaRusso in the head. And I'm still not convinced that Ralph Macchio is actually a decent actor. I fucking hate that prick. Even though he was in Entourage, he's a whiny little prick. And he couldn't take swimming the leg. And he needs to. Hold it up, you fucking smashed avocado. And he hangs prick. out with demons. And he, got, and he had Mr. Miyagi using demon magic on him. I can't handle it. <laughs> and until next week, you little fucking ingrates that want to complain about Game Pass and everything else, hopefully we'll come up with some more retro and more bullshit. But until then, you fucking motherfucking special avocado eating pranks. Roll it, monkeys!